0: We're called,
1: where called. where called. You're listening to Oh Are You Kristen 2, the podcast where two Christians talk about all things BTS. Let's get into it. I feel it. like it's been a minute
2: since I've heard that.
1: It has it has been a minute. You what you don't know is right before we started recording, Kristen kept saying <laughs> hot in the cans. So <laughs>
2: i was like sometimes i just annoy i like to annoy everyone around me including myself and i was like make sure i'm not too hot in the cans because then it and what that means is like (laughs) that my that i'm like my volume isn't too high in her headphones and i said it in the most insufferable way possible hot in the cans
0: cans.
2: um (laughs) <laughs> okay so I oh I want to start with a with a disclaimer to both Pip and and everyone who's listening. So we're recording on Tuesday evening, really late for Pip. She's an hour ahead. And it was delayed because of me and I have to tell this story. <laughs> okay. So this weekend I was like being stupid and um I was just like tr- living my life and distracted by things. And Pip, we had plans to to record on Sunday evening, and it's the big. It's the big. Like mm-hmm. you can tell from the title, it's the Nam June episode. Everyone, we're here. We're mm-hmm. clear. We're
0: mm-hmm.
2: queer. <laughs> Actually, we both are. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and um and. Yeah, so we had we had plans to do this, and and what what day did you call me? Was it Friday night? No, it was Saturday night.
1: Well, we were talking we were talking midweek when I was like, "Okay, I'm right. getting everything ready." And Kristen was like, "Okay, cool, great, like whatever." And then I yeah, think she was like, "I sent you the run Friday of show. Night.
2: Like I sent you the run of show, and I was like, KK, yeah. and you're like, mm. "Now can I just say like this whole time?" Pip was letting me be she was like not doing she was like okay you know if that's the response she was totally letting me be and then on Saturday she's like I didn't go ahead, well, go, ahead go ahead go ahead right I was gonna say but before
1: we get hmm. to this part you need to understand this too is that Kristen, when it comes mm-hmm. to the dual set mm-hmm. she takes it very yeah. seriously. I don't say that to be like, look at her pattern. No, no. I mean, just like, in terms right. of the energy, it's a very serious... Like, she's very focused. And like, when I said, hey, I sent it over, she was just
2: very kind of like, okay, great. Like, which I was okay. like, oh,
1: okay, that's right.
2: the vibe. Got it. Cool. Yeah, so, then on Saturday, when we're and we're supposed to record Sunday evening, right? On Saturday... Right, Pip calls me, and she's. Well, I call you
1: Friday, I think.
2: No. Or maybe no, no. This is this is Saturday. Pip was prepping as she should be, and she calls me, and she's like, "I'm in my feels, like Nam June, all this stuff, anything that like we would say, and then also everything that we're gonna like say today on the pod." And she was like, "You know, just talking about how." you know oh my god she's prepping and she's overwhelmed and i was literally i wasn't it wasn't like i was like in one ear and out the other i was like yeah oh my god like you know he's amazing Nam-Joon, da, 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 uh, Nam-Joon. Yeah. but and i was
1: very much like wow okay
2: like maybe we're just not on the life same level
1: different right <laughs> I
2: was like we things are different that's fine so in my head by the way everyone i'm a huge procrastinator like Remind me to tell you about the time that I literally typed a paper and like, or typed nonsense, and then changed it to Wingdings font, so that my professor thought that the file was corrupt instead of doing my paper, and then I was granted Kristen. an additional twenty-four hours. Yeah, so
0: yes, <laughs> I know,
2: and I have a million stories like that. That's so really, it I know. <laughs> i have I'm such a procrastinator, but I do my best work under pressure, right so in my head, I was like, I'm gonna work on this Sunday and and then record Sunday night. By the way, if I sound like I don't have a tongue, it's because I just burned it off eating egg rolls um <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Sunday morning could not get to the point. I know my God, the point like- left the point left. <laughs> Sunday morning comes comes. I'm like great 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 I know I'm in charge of pre debut right it's what I do I'm like great 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 here I go and then like maybe five minutes in
0: Mm. it all hits
2: me I'm like (laughs) holy shit we're doing (laughs) I'm gonna be dramatic and say like arguably our most important ep with like it's not, right, OT7, OT7, right, but it's, right. like, Namjoon, our leader, his enlistment episode, his dedicated episode, I'm, like, r- you know, getting back into, like, all the all the pre-debut stuff, and then I'm realizing, like, oh my god, this episode is so important to me, like, I know, like, you know, it's just important to us, right, Like, right. and I hope it's important to y'all listening, but... And I just, I'm, it hits me. And I'm like, I'm not ready. This is, oh my God, I haven't even looked at the run of show. What are we doing? He deserves my best. This is not even like close to my best. So I FaceTime Pip and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm just like, word vomit. And she's like, hi, nice to meet you. Like, that's where I've been the last fucking three days. Like, where the fuck have you been? She didn't say that but she should have right like she was like okay like welcome back you were gone mm-hmm. and like she's like I was wondering why you like hadn't you know really like said anything like she's like this is where I was the last couple of days and in fairness like to everyone listening Pip was so sweet to me and wasn't like oh my god bitch like where the fuck have you been right. like you were like okay like thank you for arriving so all of that to say I like Reworked a bunch of stuff. I asked, you know, and then we met again. We're like, can we do this and this? And we put a lot of work into this app, but Pip was just ready three days ago. You know, <laughs> the thing about it too is
1: that, like, I, and she was like, I'm so sorry, da da da. And I said, you know what? I would rather us have a product and an episode where you feel like you are giving what you feel good about. And so I was right. like, yeah, let's push it a couple days because it deserved that. And this is such a like, big app. So
2: um, well, the other part is, is that any pressure that we put that we have is literally only coming from ourselves. Like, yes, there are the occasional messages that we just view as sweet, which is like, Oh, when's the next app? Or like, you know, I haven't heard from you guys in a while. Have where have you been? And this is this also like does it led us to talk about like you know a few episodes ago actually no more than maybe half i don't how many episodes ago we started our kind of like second phase of this podcast where we have dual set deep dive and or tipsy Two and then um what's the other one <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute because we never do Bangtan news anymore. What is that one called, I forgot. bro? Bro, <laughs> you fucking forgot too. I knew. Someone tell us what our third episode type is called, please. Because well, um, we haven't
1: done the, we haven't done
2: the like. Oh, it's breakdown. called OT7. OT7. It's called OT7. ot 7 oh, Anyway, see. so. <laughs> it's been a it's been a while, probably a quarter now since we've done it, and we do know that we want to sit down and talk about more of a plan and a cadence and in a perfect world, like Pip and I would be recording and and releasing episodes weekly, and we just don't know like if we have the bandwidth to get there, but anyway, like. Buckle in. This is a Nam June focused episode. We shan't be brief. Um, this will be a longer one, I can already tell
1: you, so just buckle up. But before we jump in, I do just right, want to ask right, right, Kristen right. how okay. you're doing. <laughs> Are you drinking wine?
2: I'm not drinking anything. That's a lie. I have my spindrift.
1: Spindrift, sponsor us.
2: I'm having a glass <laughs> of wine. Um spindrift, sponsor us. Also, like our ads are gonna be different or something. I don't know. Oh, we need yeah. to talk guys, to, guys
1: we gotta we figure guys. that out. We gotta figure
2: that out. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I would say that. Um, no complaints, no complaints. Mm. I'm probably like, you know, a little bit on the fritz because work has is really busy for me right now. Um, mm. and. Mm. Just like life's kind of busy and very in a really blessed way. I have like a lot of plans with like friends and stuff like that. And it's all great. And so far, 2024 has been really fun, Um, you know, 16 days in. But I think I'm just a little on the fritz and that's OK. I will say something that I'm proud of that, you know, Pip, is I a couple of months ago, um, Vivi and I decided like that we were going to be dedicated to doing pilates like reformer Mm -hmm. pilates and we have been and we've stuck with it and it and i don't really know like if it's i definitely feel stronger i don't know if i I like it helps to have
1: someone also to do those things with you and it does help with the motivation because if one of you doesn't feel good then the other piece or if one of them's kind of being lazy the other person's like get your ass up let's go and vice versa and like it's also good to like push each other so totally and that you're feeling good
2: Thank you. I do feel good. I feel stronger. I feel like just like more I just want to be kind to my body, which we talked about in the last episode. So, um but I would I feel like I've been talking non fucking stop what else is fucking new?
1: I want to know <laughs> how
2: you are. You say
1: that, but like when we FaceTime, I am just today I visited my parents. Today I don't say okay, don't say I know like that. No, I'm just saying like, like I love oh, I, I love you. when
2: you call. <laughs> I didn't fucking say it like that, bitch. You call and you update me.
1: Yeah. I went to visit yeah. my parents today. And how are they? They're good. They went out of town, back our hometown. Also, mm. super side note to that. I went they went back to our hometown, which is in Southern California. It's like out in the middle Mm-mm. of nowhere. My mom went to the mall, which is like thriving in our, it, there's so many ways I could deep, deep dive into my hometown. But mm. they had a K-pop store in my tiny hometown. And I go,
2: da, da, da. I don't even
1: have a... We don't even have one here.
2: Someone must have felt passionately about that. And my mom took to a picture and,
1: and showed me. And she's like, look, it's k K-pop store. And there's a picture of Namjoon, the butter Namjoon, like in the window.
2: <laughs> and I was like,
1: all hail our leader. But we went... I went over to my mom's today, my mom and dad's today. And they... We... I. I want to get into sourdough making which i know i'm a little like three years behind but it's because okay. when the you pandemic happened i still was employed thank- thankfully and yeah. so i didn't have as much free time necessary as everybody else mm-hmm. um i was just like pretty normal Same. minus like a couple right. things and so um now that i'm <clears throat> jobless i was <laughs> like it's my bread phase so <laughs> I've been making making bread, but then they ordered a sourdough starter that was like two hundred and thirty years old on Etsy. Is it? I don't know. My friend Rachel's very hold on. First
2: of all, pause. You can you can buy a sourdough starter on Etsy? Wit was the one who told me that you can do that. Which is a very wit thing to know. Okay, please continue. So please I got continue. this. I,
1: okay, how would you think the sourdough starter would arrive, by the way?
2: I don't even know if it's liquid, solid, frozen. Like, I don't know what I that didn't either. Like.
1: So I sent it to my mom's house because I was like, You're scared. I feel, I, you know. Me. You're scared. So I was yeah. like, she's, a, she's an excellent baker. She's in her, she's like 70 or something and she's, uh, been she's been cooking and baking since she was like 14 years old so it was like she's got mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. my mom told me today when I got there she's like I'm gonna give it to you and I was like why I was like do you not want to do it she's like I want you to learn and I go this sounds like you're pushing it on me but okay yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I get there and it's so cute but I gotta say well Rachel my friend said here sorry loud noises Um, Rachel, my friend, was like, I doubt that it's 230 years old. And I said, I don't care how old it is. Just older sourdough starters have more flavors, the thought. who passed it along over the years? So it's this woman who the story goes on
2: this There's lore. There's lore. lore
1: The story goes that, like, their mom got it from a family who had it for a really long time back when she got it. And so it's like... It has stayed in their family. ¿Y cuánto cuesta? Like, how
2: much does that cost you? Like eight dollars. Free shipping. Oh my god! What? Hello. Can I show you how it came to me? If you must.
1: <laughs> not how I thought it you was going to come. You bought drugs.
2: Me. That's a packet of drugs. <laughs> you bought drugs. You literally bought drugs. It's a everyone. everyone bag she of has like, a bag of drugs. That's like what. Like it kind of looks
1: like if you crumbled up. If you Drugs, crumbled trumb- up <laughs> graham crackers. <laughs> but they gave they gave us this really sweet list of like instructions on how to grow it and like oh my God. A recipe. So ooh, so is five, this your has, like, of snack parts. of the
2: app? No, because oh, I'm not eating it. Okay, sorry. So sorry. Well, that's <laughs> exciting though. Anyway. I mean, I don't know what that means but i do hope that i get a slice
1: <laughs> so when i eventually get better at this um this is my current phase so i'll let you guys know um but that's what's going on over here <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> i've fully caught up on rupaul's drag race since you last saw me and Perfect. now i'm like what do i do with my time <laughs> so i sourdough so i have to feed her i'm gonna name you her are- oh it's her i've decided i have there, to feed wow her. that just
2: came out yeah
1: and name her and it'll be a whole there's thing.
2: another thing that you've been up to recently which in our run of show um which pip made a few days ago like we've adjusted it a lot since then but we didn't adjust the mm-hmm. intro um it says sorry i didn't make a tiktok and that's a bold lie because oh, yeah i decided spent, to spend tiktok well because you, cause spent- you- Days, bro. You spent days. Well, we,
1: I had, oh my God. You guys someone help <laughs> this is a, this no is a help.
2: you're so good stop you you are the only one who can do anyway we'll talk about this later let's put that aside everyone well, i was just gonna say if anyone wants to help i
1: can't pay you but i'll tell you i'll give you only i'll pay you a compliment Yeah, but tell you how much good, i love you
2: good luck getting her to relinquish control on what that yeah that's like. also true no. um but I will say, so Pip made a TikTok about, with a clip from our last episode, um, and she actually uploaded it today, and it's already doing really well, but it's long, it has so many clips. But if you haven't watched that TikTok, please pause this up, go watch the TikTok. It's, it really, like, so here's the thing that you might not know. Pip takes hours to make these, literally hours, 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 hours. And then she'll, like, She's like, "Are you? I know something good is coming." When she texts me, "Are you on Wi-Fi?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> because if you're not on Wi-Fi, I can't get you the video.
2: <laughs> if you're if you're not on Wi-Fi, it'll come in as like one pixel, right? One forty-four p. And I'm like, "Yes, I'm ready." And I know that she's been working on this. And you might have seen her tweet, like she was going through it, right? <laughs> so then she sends me this TikTok, and I'm telling you, I'm like on the couch. I was prepping for this up. I'm on the couch and I am cheesing ear to ear for like the two minutes, 40 seconds that it is. Please go watch it. If you are here at all, I know it's because you love BTS and that TikTok or Instagram reel, it's on both, is for anyone who loves BTS and wants to just smile and you miss them. Like I cannot even tell you how big this made me smile. I love it so much.
1: The comments I've gotten so far are really lovely. Of like, I can't believe that was like, like so many things happened in 2023. So essentially, the Mm. TikTok has a like overview of what wasn't on our bingo card. And at the end, I do a little like montage of just like clips of fun things that we've had in 2023. Who knew that the planet was such a bop? I mean, we did, but like to put over, to put over like a montage, it just makes you feel so
2: happy. I was like, what I went is the happy feeling? route versus the like? <laughs> Pardon me. No yeah, worries. I went could the have happy in our feels, and I'm glad you did because we need that anyway. And then, worked really hard.
1: I want to say, baby. as I was like finishing editing that and like working on it, we were getting those photos of Namjoon and tay posting that they're like I out know. of training and they're and I was like, it too much. <laughs> You're too like. Much. <laughs>
2: Literally, it was too much. I, I just love it. I, her TikToks are a labor of love, and I just love it. I've watched it so many times already, even though it's long. Like, and I can't wait wait for Jin.
1: That's like when I
2: was. I was like, we don't have much gin other than those videos, bro. Gin is so so soon, bro. Like for real, five months.
1: But somebody said Hobie was nine months and so if anyone wants to have a baby now this is the time
2: <laughs> <laughs> to get ready to count so down. stupid okay we don't want this intro to be too long lol so pip we must know immediately mm. do you have a trader joe's snack of the ep for us i do
1: but it's not with me because it's out in the kitchen. All, it's not Trader Joe's specific, but they come out at this time of year, and I really love them, and I like getting them at Trader Joe's. They are the Sumo Oranges. Do you get Sumo Oranges? They're seasonal. I don't know what <laughs> I get. Is it like a- <laughs> it's- <laughs> they're a little bit pricier of an orange. They're like kind of like Got a tangerine it. orange. I don't know the whole whatever it is. Like but it's a little tangela? bit sweeter. Mm. Kind of. And it's just a bigger orange. It's big. And um they're a little bit pricier. Kind of like a Honeycrisp, Honey Honeycrisp's the better of the apples, which by the way, yeah, they are. By the 100%. way, I'm
2: They are, but my new baby, my new boyfriend like trying them out is the Cosmic Crisp.
1: <laughs> Your <face with> <laughs> the cosmic crisp. <laughs> she loves the cosmic crisp. <laughs> oh God.
2: I just I truly annoy myself. Now. I annoy myself uh, sometimes. Well,
1: Wit and I were talking about the best apples. I think Vivi was there too, and we were saying that Honeycrisp. They're Honey Crisp and like
2: is it Gala Cosmic maybe? Crisp. No, Gala can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> okay, but we
1: all agreed that Red Delicious are trash.
2: I would argue that <gasps> Red Delicious are trash for sure. Okay, equally as trash are. Like a like your your usual green apple, like please. I mean, green apples are great for like what they're great for,
1: mm-mm, mm-mm, like mm-mm, the tartness mm-mm. of it. Oh, you're gonna have some haters for sure, and oh, you welcome that. What else is
2: new? What else is new? God damn it! She,
1: she welcomes the haters.
2: All right, listen. As much as I love talking about fruit,
1: <laughs> I didn't. I don't have the orange with me, but. I'll tap the mic. Just stop it. <laughs> just have. God. But they're very yummy. I also, well, I'll save it for another episode of another snack. But mm, the sumo yeah. oranges, very yummy. I've really just I ate one today. So <laughs> I feel real good.
2: Wow. We love it. Yungi approved for sure. Um, okay. <clears throat> this is this this episode is going to be a big one. Obviously, we've talked about how um, it's Nam up. And we will be talking about, uh, you know, we ha- will have future episodes for all four members that we haven't done, um, you know, that all enlisted at the same time. Right. So that's that's a coming. And like, obviously, we could talk for hours and hours and hours about Namjoon, his impact, you know, the mm, importance mm. of everything that he has done um, in both the Korean and global songwriter spaces but i think for this episode what we're gonna do our best is you know put into words in the categories that we kind of usually do we also have special categories for namjoon um we're gonna try to put into words how incredibly grateful we are that he shares his heart mind and soul with us i'm
1: gonna cry i have to say that like about an hour ago, I was sitting on my bed and I was like, I need to get it together because <laughs> I can like cry yeah. on like just thinking about it. So I was like, who, who, like, I know we say sometimes that we're like, oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Like, I genuinely think one of us might cry or probably will just it, like, yeah. <clears throat> and, and who's and it gonna be? We'll we'll find just,
2: out. I mean, TBD, watch this space.
1: <laughs> it hits
2: you when you don't know it, right? And so, like, and he just he means so much to everyone he i'm sure he means so much to everyone like, listening here He's- it's so hard to like encapsulate it all yeah and, and but we're going to do our best right we have we have you know a great episode planned out for y'all buckle up grab a snack grab a drink like if you're driving don't do that but we, we really hope that you <laughs> we really hope that you enjoy this episode. We put a lot of uh, heart and soul into it, just like Nam June deserves. Of course, if our favorites are not the same as your favorites, or if the things we say aren't, you know, if we leave something out, it's because this podcast can't actually be thirty hours long. Um, <laughs> so we've tailored it to what we want to talk about and. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited. <laughs> Any
1: more disclaimers? We need? I know it's like
2: how many? How many can I say? I'm really excited. Pip, are you excited? I'm I too. Oh I, my I, god, I I could. Uh, anyway,
1: I just Namjoon is somebody who I think across all of the Phantom, mm-hmm. it's just someone so so impressive. So mm-hmm. it's like such a it's like such an honor to be able to talk about it, but also like you don't want to like say anything that's gonna. You don't want to leave anything out because you're like, this is just so incredible. So, the best way to start this, Kristen, is (laughs) Kristen loves. We love a Kristen segment. We love a pre-debut Kristen segment. So, like, (laughs) let's jump into the literal like beginning, beginning Mm. of BTS, our the very first of it all. So,
2: thank you so much. You know, I'm a pre-debut hoe. I'm a hoe for the early years, right? And this is. Actually, like, you know, of any member, there was quite a bit on yungi But really, truly, there's the most pre-debut information on Namjoon. And we're so lucky that we have a lot of it documented. So we even know, like, how he got into rapping. So he credits getting into rapping by first wanting to be a poet or a writer, which is, like, so him, so fitting. Yeah. But he's talking about that at, like, an elementary school age, right? Like, he is... That's when he was thinking, like, "Oh, I want to be a writer. I want to be a poet." And there's no question in my mind that he is like at genius level, IQ wise, and just like intellectually, just so advanced. So I just picture little, like, eight year old Nam June with a pencil in hand, just being like, "Mm, "Maybe I'll be a poet." And it makes my heart sore.
1: There's that really famous, well, famous being or popular poem that he wrote when he was like 10 that like kind of circulates every once in a while that was about like about korea and like Mm -hmm. the divide in korea and it's just right for a 10 year old to be so introspective and just like literally so if you haven't ever seen that look it up because it's so fascinating that he has like this mind where he can just empathize and understand and just like yeah it's
2: like what were we doing at 10 years
1: old i was like is lizzie mcguire on i don't know <laughs> right
2: i was like can i get new 20s from limited to like <laughs> <what I> get. <laughs> um okay so he, so namjoon was introduced to um to eminem at age 13 um actually like his music and also by watching eight mile which by the way rest in peace Brittany murphy also Mm. Eight Mile is like low key good. Eminem's <laughs> low key. Eminem is low key a good actor. I said it. And granted, he's playing like literally kind of himself. But like sometimes I, that's the hardest to play. Cause you overthink. Imagine, it. imagine being like the person that Namjoon saw and then like made him on a rap. So he he credits this, you know, at age thirteen to kind of introducing him to that world. And also, of course, we know that his favorite rapper is Nas and he said, you know, he has said in multiple interviews that he also was listening to Nas at this time and thought, Oh my gosh, they're so cool. Like, I'd love to be able to like write lyrics like that and rap in that way. But also like, he also said that he thought he would want to do that in English as well, Mm. which like, hello, you know? Um, So anyway, it's, uh not that's like kind of how he got his start and and he talks about from then on just kind of becoming obsessed with it so he began rapping in the underground rap scene um in June of 2007 is kind of the earliest that we have caught wind of that and he was mainly using the same online platform that Yungi was on um called Jungle Radio, which we know well. Um and my headcanon is that they like interacted or that like <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> I love no, I like, want I'd like t- I, I want, it want to be real. I want it to be real. I like in my head it's like namjoon like posted something and Yungi like disliked it. This bitch. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. Um, we have no, there's that is not true. Like, we don't have any. That's just Kristen being Kristen. Not, not um, true, huh? great. <laughs> he also posted on platforms called Hip Hop Playa and DC That's Inside Hip Hop Gallery. Um, all these posts were actually deleted by Nam June in 2010, but a lot of the songs do still survive because they've been reposted. Mainly the ones that he posted on DC Inside Hip Hop Gallery, because Um, that was just like a more open forum. And just Mm. so you all know, like, there's actually a lot of South Korean rappers that are still famous today that posted on things like jungle radio. And a lot of them still have those posts up. So just because like Yoongi and Namjoon deleted all of their stuff, that's not actually the norm. Um, but I don't know, I guess they are just like, I'm done with this. Um so it's just it's interesting to me but so at that time namjoon actually mainly went by the the alias of runch ronda which we know um but he also uploaded under a uh, couple of other aliases mainly largo or largo l-a-r-g-o and also the nexus um there is i know it's like what's so- going on <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's, all it's all over the place it's <laughs> um, It's also said that he uploaded under the alias Stilo but there's really no real record of this and we don't really have any time that Namjoon has mentioned this himself there's just like some connections to it other people that are also obsessed with pre-debut like myself we just there's no kind of like what I said with gloss oh, like everyone's or, like oh it's know. because because his name is like you know means shiny like it, like i know that that's a thing i know and everyone knows that like people think that he uploaded under steelo but there is no proof that we can find mm. right so anyway i yeah. just wanted to say that um so run. Fonda... the back. <laughs> Runch ronda we actually found out where that came from because for a long time we didn't know in 2021 when bts did a collab with maple story namjoon randomly mentioned this
1: he I was like him. yeah
2: <laughs> i know he's i fucking love him he's like oh my friend and i shared a maple story account and one of his characters was named Runch ronda and that's why we're like my rap name came from and all of us were like excuse me like <laughs> that was that's so- what- by the way that whole maple story is like
1: series was fucking hilarious yeah and like so funny. that's the kind of shit we got out of it was just like the wildest shit that they were saying right and that that's where we got that and we love yeah. that we like love stuff that, that we've for
2: wondered him. for years like he's just gonna drop that it's the so lore funny. of it
1: all it's like oh yeah. that's where it came from which to be honest like it just makes him so normal. And I just,
2: I yeah. really love that. It's just like, he was just a kid, you know? Totally. I mean, so yeah. So in 2007, he was like 13, right? 14, 13 or 14. So um, anyway. I just,
1: so, anyway. just think about how it was, hey, that was the the account name. Was like, I like that so much. It's going to be my rapper
2: name. <laughs> it's like Linda, like, that it. feels right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I okay. That. So um. Namjoon kind of hit the ground running so you know that I said in June 2007 is kind of like when he entered the rap scene by September he was already doing collabs so he collabed with Changmo I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly Changmo Um, that's the rapper that's on Wine uh, by Siren the the one that's produced by Yungi. so he was going by a different name at that time but these are like ties that have stayed for a really long time over the years. Right. So he's already making moves and, and Mm -hmm. collabs um, with important people on the scene. And throughout 2007 and 2008, he was actually in a rap crew called black pirates. He performed with them in the underground rap scene, but ultimately left the group in 2008 um, just because he like, you know, wanted to move on, but he stayed friends with them. And actually some of those members, um, they reformed into a new group called undisputed ill and he performed with them as well. And we actually see the, this in the thank you section in the notes of too cool for school. He mentions that he misses both of those rap groups and he also gives a shout out to jungle radio. So we love to see you it.
1: Remember your origins, you know?
2: Yeah. Listen, stick with your roots, you know? so throughout 2008 namjoon's uh like profile in the underground rap scene was was growing it was raising he was getting a lot more popular actually and we do we see this reference like we know that yoongi knew who he was right like he had a reputation um and it's at this time that we see him release music under those other aliases that i mentioned um In in the first half of 2009, he actually changed his name just to Rhonda, And Cypher 1 actually mentions that in his verse. Um, He mentions Rhonda in his list of top five, like, rappers, not Runch Ronda. So I think that's kind of, like, how he sees himself, like, when he thinks of his, like, pre-debut self. But um, we know that Namjoon loves a name change, which we will talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So through 2008 to 2010, you see Namjoon mentioned in a lot of songs by other rappers, um, mostly like in a positive light, like wishing that they had his skills or wishing that they had his fame. Um, And like I said, Yoongi knew about him at this time. Like He's really making such a name for himself on the scene at such a young age. Um, And it was in August of 2009 that Namjoon uh, finally auditioned for Big Deal Squad and he passed the preliminary round. We hear him talk about this in a lot of interviews where he says that he completely forgot the lyrics in that final round and was just like so embarrassed and it was so terrible. And like this is really funny because he paints it as being like the worst thing ever and that he literally was going to stop. Rapping and like become a businessman and I don't know if that's June just being June and dramatic Mm. or if it was really that bad but ultimately there was there's a famous underground rapper um, named Sleepy that was in the audience that got Nam June's info after the show Mm. so was he really that bad or maybe he had enough of like made enough of a name for himself that Sleepy knew his work outside of that performance but it was actually sleepy who ultimately introduced namjoon to bong pd nim so Uh, like i said (laughs) dramatically says that he would have like left rapping and like was like literally not interested in it anymore because of that performance but sleepy called him in may of 2010 introduced him to bong pd nim and kind of the rest is history so big hit was really new at the time it had girl trainees um, for a couple of things that were going on, but unlike trainees that followed, Nam June was taken on the spot after making meeting with Bong PD, and he became the first male trainee. Um, and when Big Hit set up dorms in August of 2010, Nam was actually the first resident ever at the dorms. We, we love love, love it, it. <laughs> and we know just a <laughs> couple months later, his lifetime roomie came on the scene. Um,
1: They've known so- each other for 13 years.
2: <laughs> i know I know, and they'll be the first and second to tell <laughs> you have you heard have you heard so namjoon was named the first member and the leader of bts um actually at that time it was abbreviated to bpb for bulletproof boys it went through a lot of different iterations but they were figuring you it out know, they were figuring it out they were workshopping but they were like okay we're creating a group around and like you're in it right and that's like kind of what they knew um but so he at this time he continued to like record with other artists he recorded with other big hit trainees apparently there were like 30 trainees that were like in the running to be in bts Mm. um but he was also since he was like producing and writing and being like the leader of bts he was a part of these like hit it auditions yeah. um that we've heard so much about that Yungi was, you know, a part of and all of that and so he was kind of I I mean I don't think he was like on like the judging team but he was a part of it, right? So um in August 2011 Namjoon actually performed at his final underground rap concert and that's kind of when like it took a it takes a turn, right? Because right. in the beginning of 2012, like, BTS, as this those seven members, it's settled. It's good. They're, like, locked in. And they're in their, like, you know, pre-debut going, to, you know, working as a group. It was just kind of at that time where he, we don't, he wasn't really going by any name. He wasn't performing anymore in underground rap battles. He was just focusing on BTS. But in December, so six months prior to their debut, so December of 2012, um, Big Hit uploaded the first ever video on Bangtan TV YouTube channel. And it was a cover of Power by Kanye West performed by Rap Monster. So that was the first time, the first video they ever uploaded, the first time that we like hear of Rap Monster and kind of he's like introduced on the scene in this new In this new, like, name. So Rap Monster of BTS was revealed. Rap Monster. Rap Monster. So that's the rich pre-debut history. There's a lot more that I could have covered in there. Like, there's actually so many songs from pre-debut that exist from Namjoon. And, yeah, he's just, he's absolutely incredible. Pip, when you like think of nam june in mm. pre-debut and him like literally being like 14 and 15 and like just <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like i just can't i i think i my nephew is 18 but i kind of think of like how is he going to these like rap clubs like i what's going on know.
1: like i was like a very like obedient child i never snuck out of the house or did anything i always said where i was going right um but i just love the virgo energy (laughs) i just love (laughs) i just love the like i don't know he's the thing that's really interesting about namjoon and like as a i would say that as a kid he probably still had this because he has it now like he has such Mm. a drive for things he's passionate about and so i just imagine this kid like Mm -hmm. having such a an eager um, I don't know if desperation is it but just this like need to be like yeah. on stage performing this need to go explore this medium like this need to go explore this right. art and he's talked a little bit about this you know and him wanting to do these things and whatever but I just I find it so fascinating because I was just not that kind of kid no. and so he, I, and you know like people say you know this is this is not his first life like he has just carries so much right on him that like feels he's right. so mature and he feels so adult and so like like old what's the phrase he feels like old a, soul old soul
2: mm-hmm. and so
1: it kind of makes sense that like he's got this like old soul and is like i mean it shows in that poem he wrote when he was 10 i know
2: so, yeah. i think it's interesting too to like look at yoongi as a foil uh, to Nam June and how like Yungi's drive really came from like no you know like he he talks about how he didn't have any money he needed to survive his parents didn't want him to be in seoul like all of this stuff where Nam June, we know that he came from kind of like a wealthier upbringing and on the outskirts of seoul kind of not like i don't know i just it's interesting like their drive while both so high i feel like it came from different places mm. but where where it was similar is in this just like inherent genuine Desperate love for hip hop and desperate love for music. I think that's a really great
1: way to 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 say that. It's like there is this just like this desire to like explore it, and so, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think there's something really lovely about people who can tell a story really well, and to do that in a way that you're telling stories in Mm -hmm. a in a in the form of a rap is very. It's not an easy thing to do. No. And so I think it's really cool that even at that age he was able to kind of like use his words to like share totally. his thoughts
2: and feelings and so it's bananas. Ah, uh, I did want to talk a little bit about um Namjoon as BTS's leader kind of as we're leading into like him as, you know, the artist that he is today. So yeah. um the a, a leader in a K-pop group. Is you know is a role it's a position right so like you have members of dance line and vocal line and there's there are things that are normal in K-pop and within K-pop groups that might that are not in common in the west, right? Or not a thing right. in the west. Mm-hmm. So a leader in the K-pop group, in most K-pop groups, there is an appointed leader, actually mm-hmm. appointed like by the company, right? Who's usually but not always the eldest member or one of the older members of the groups, which we know in Namjin's case he is not, right? Yep. Um I mean he's in the young line but there's two three he could also members be members that are older Monday than him
1: line, so you never know <laughs> yeah, he's right in the middle he's
2: right in the middle um sometimes the leader can be a member who was a trainee for the longest period of time out of all the members in the band which actually namjoon was um a leader's role in in a k-pop group is to motivate and take care of the other members represent them in various ways like talking on the stage award ceremonies all right. of that They're supposed to be mature and charismatic and be able to gain the respect of other members in the band. Um, A leader is a glue that holds it all together. They represent the group externally, control it internally and kind of also act as a liaison between like the company and the members. So I think it's kind of like a thankless job in a way, just, I mean, that's, that sounds dramatic, but I just think there's so much that people don't see behind the scenes that a leader has to take on that can't be easy and like this is so stupid because i don't know that you'll really anyway i i feel like i relate it to sports in how like like you don't think i I like sports i don't know
1: your baby i like sports that just aren't the ones that
2: are football and basketball (laughs) Well, what I was going to talk, like, I just feel like, you know, like with a pitcher in baseball right. or for me, softball, like all the really like they're always like the most well-known, but they also like, right. can be the most hated, right, if they fuck up. So I just think it's like, it's interesting and that's, how... that's very true for a lot of leader positions.
1: And that's mm-hmm. there's been a lot of parallels with that with Namjoon as well. Totally, totally. People just have things to say some of them awesome and some of them unwarranted and you just like it's fat and like that's the position you put yourself in when you are a leader and when you're in a public you know work work that he's in and so it's a stressful
2: job i think it's stressful and i just think that he does it so graciously and so just is so amazing um and you know it does it definitely requires like mental strength patience and just it's just a lot of pressure but i wanted to ask you why you think you know outside of the fact that he was the first member of bts and you know was just like appointed by bong pd and the company what do you think le- makes namjoon uh, you know an easy choice for a leader of bts and what i like, mean what qualities led I, to that
1: it's so interesting because it was really a gamble because this is a literal teenager you know we as people tend to change over time we as people who we were when we were teenagers as not who we are totally. when we're 30 you know and so right. i think bunk pd really took like a chance but i think he just yeah. love him or hate him there's a lot of pros right. and cons to he does have this really like the sixth sense to kind of just like understand that Mm. industry better than maybe others are. And he saw something in Namjoon. I just think that there is this like aura around him and there's this like patience that he has, although he will say it himself. He's not always that patient, but he like, I can't have imagined like him trying to like mediate fights, but like in the dorm, (laughs) And actually, I saw this clip, you know, and when I was doing my research, Tay mentioned when they, like, we've talked about this before, when he's come in to, like, give them a playlist to listen to. Tay had said he was telling Hobie about it when they were driving in the soup or something, and
0: Mm -hmm. he
1: Tay said he really was thankful for that. And Mm -hmm. I think that there's something to be said about people who are really passionate, who are really excited and are really educated on something that they're doing that puts them in a good position to be a leader as well. The, like, fact that he was he if they were good, at the time we're going to be a hip-hop group right june was he the man. huge for, knowledge base yeah. june was the man to get them there at the time and yeah. so i also just think he had to learn to evolve as they evolved as
2: they grew as like they grew up as people totally and like
1: there's so much there's oh
2: there's so much I agree with you completely. I think, like, the number one reason that makes Nam June uh, like, the best leader for BTS, and, you know, in my opinion, the best leader in K pop, is because of an inexplicable something about him, right? He has X factor. He has this X factor. He has this, like, born leader quality that you can't describe um other like more tangible factors that would have led to it or of course his english right yeah and his longevity at big hit um and you know just that's kind of that you know his intellect right right um but you know there's there are other members came in with great knowledge he's truly like right smack dab in the middle age-wise like But there is something about him that just makes him so wonderful um, and just so, so perfect for that role. Um, So I thought it would be fun to talk about it. I also um, I just want to know, like, from you, you know, while we're talking about how he kind of came into BTS and then became their leader. Did you have a specific first impression of Nam June, like do you remember I at all? I do. And mm-hmm. I am embarrassed to say it. So. Got it.
1: <laughs> but I remember we all come in with biases, right? Yeah. We, in terms yeah. of I don't mean like bias of so like who are biases, but for those listening. Preconceived it's like notion. Preconceived notion of like who people are, what the k-pop is blah 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 i was very open to it but when i remember seeing him before i understood anything about bts i whenever mm-hmm. i'd see the interviews i'm like why is he always talking
0: mm-hmm. i was
1: like why is he the one that's always talking i don't understand like is he just like a try hard like what's his story and i like remember being hilarious like, being like super humbled and super like wrong because like right. You know, and this is, we're talking like first days of BTS. We're not talking like, but first impression, right? I see him in like every interview, it's him talking because I'm an English-speaking person listen, watching English-speaking interviews. And I realized, yeah. oh, he's a leader who speaks – he's a leader. He's the only one who speaks English. And then as I understood that and, like, oh, my God, the respect I had immediately. I was like, right. oh, my God. Like, that's incredible. But I just remember thinking he held himself really well and that, like, he was a really good speaker. Did you? Yeah. Or were yeah, you as I'm- judgy
2: as me? <laughs> no, I think because – When I think of first impression, I wasn't really watching interviews at first. I was watching, like, music videos and stuff. Mm. And I just remember, like, I was like, who is that? Who is that?
1: He was easy to pick out for me. Like, I was like, oh, that one. I mean, we all know I was like, Yonki has the angel face. (laughs) I was like, Yonki, angel face. That
2: guy's really handsome. (laughs) There's a big... Like commanding presence in Nam June, a memorable mm. presence. Yep. Where, I like was immediately drawn to like who is that person? Yeah. And that makes sense, right? I had no idea that leaders even existed in K-pop. I had knew nothing, and I was just like, he was so memorable to me. Truly. If that makes
1: sense? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it's like he is just. There's something about him. There's just something about him that draws
2: yeah. you. Yeah, ten thousand um, percent. Yeah, and I think it's it's hard. You know what we're, we're gonna. It's like basically like everything in this podcast episode, right? It's uh, like these are all the reasons that make him who he is that make him you know the best leader but obviously because there's so much content that we have from all the years of BTS and just so much that you and I have consumed i thought yeah. it would be cool if maybe we talked about some favorite times where namjoon you know we always say like namjoon best leader right yeah um but just you know any specific stories that come to mind of him kind of helping bts being their leader i wanted like to that say too
1: in terms of this conversation that i was i was looking up for this preparing for this episode i mm-hmm. do want to say there's this quote when in one of the interviews with yoongi and namjoon and Anytime they interact, it's always really funny when yeah. they talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> They're just so funny. Um, but Yoongi said, Yoongi, Yungi says, I said this before. I really empathize with Namjoon. He struggles as a leader. He has to bring about a grand unification. Jun says, a grand unification. Ha ha. Sh- Yungi says, so I'm really proud of Namjoon for that. The oldest person is usually the leader and encourages everyone. That's not always true. But people think Namjoon is the oldest. Namjoon says, my stage name is bold, too yoongi says bringing different people together is namjoon's strength and then the question is would you like to say something to each other and yoongi says our hard-working leader i know you're going through a lot and namjoon says you're one to talk
2: oh my god
1: i just love for stuff that namjoon can't take a compliment
2: no cannot <laughs> Out for the life like, every time he's like no,
1: no no like he just can't do it and yuki people always we've talked about this is that they think yuki's this gr- you this grumpy dude yuki no. is so sincere when he's complimenting yeah. someone he's like, so he loving really means it but it's this like, we talked i wanted to say this because it really emphasized what you were explaining which right. is that the members know and i also wanted to say to that point there's this there's some quotes from the book that were really interesting Mm -hmm. Um, that talk about namjoon as a leader and his speaking english right right, um and i always there's a couple different things i wanted to say about this if you don't mind um please one of them is they interview a couple different people and j-hope talks about his struggles in the Mm. u.s um about like it's so fascinating, too, to, like, in the book, just, like, J-Hope being really honest about just feeling like he wasn't good enough, which is crazy because you're, like,
2: Bananas, I hope I will out of season. your feet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you get, like, when you're in the thick of it, it's, like, totally. how can I do this? Um, right. And, you know, he... they The members have all expressed how grateful they were to Namjoon for taking the lead on all of these really difficult questions. Totally. And Namjoon says... It was our first time at the BBMAs, and they tell us we're going to be interviewed live for a whole hour out of nowhere, that we're going to be interviewed by 11 US broadcasters. And in 10 minutes from now, it felt like I was having a mental breakdown. All the interviews had different accents, and it was difficult to pick up what they were trying to say. Even so, I got through it. Then after getting through it, I realized, okay, we're really big in trouble. There's just no going back now. (laughs) No, it's just like, it's so fascinating because it's like Namjoon himself is, again, he's very, he's very hard on himself. We all are hard Mm -hmm. on ourselves. Mm -hmm. He's very hard on himself. And like, they, he was going through it during so much of that time. And he was trying really hard. But like, imagine someone comes up to you, speaking of being, it's hard to be a leader. He's like, oh, by the way, like, you're going to have an hour full of interviews from 11 different companies and you're going to do it all in English and you're going to have to hear all these different accents and all these different like I I, I don't speak Spanish very well but I remember hearing a <sighs> Colombian accent because I was raised around Mexican accents and when I heard a Colombian accent I was like couldn't even tell you that's, no. that's not Spanish <laughs> I was it's like, just- there's no way <laughs> so you just have and i'm sure they like
2: were not in a place where they would have like been able to fight back on that or be like no we weren't like prepped for that they were just like okay this is the first time in the u.s they probably didn't
1: they may have had a translator but didn't have like someone to like let them know bless them Uh, and i wanted to also say this last one too which is please um in there's a live where it was during ptdl ptdla and Mm -hmm. they did lives afterwards it's Mm Jungkook and Namjoon and JK says if we didn't have Namjoon Hyung, Namjoon Hyung is the only one who can lead us like this and Namjoon said it's all because the members that are in charge of dance are leading us and I'm just speaking for us in the back and Mm. Jungkook says no no and Namjoon says we just we're just helping each other and I think that's my last point to the question of right. like why like he has mm. grown into such a humble person mm. and if he took credit for everything it just it he just sees everybody for the puzzle they are and he makes that totally. analogy of everyone being on a ship and we're all looking different ways he really mm-hmm. takes his time to understand each of them and he yeah. knows that they're not all like he can speak to their personalities the best i feel like you think about him being roommates with tay <laughs> and like think the two could not be more opposite <laughs>
2: i know and he just shout out to alia those are her two biases we love it it's interesting because like he i think where you hit the nail on the head there where he really values every member and what he knows i do think that he knows the value that he brings to bts yes but i also think that he equally knows the value that every single member brings as well like do you remember when he was talking about writing zero (laughs) <laughs> when he was talking about writing zero o'clock and how he like can hear, you know, how he would want it to sound in his head. And then it yes. was like such a gift to hear vocal line bring his bring that to life for him in a way that he is incapable of.
1: And he's talked about that too a little bit of like people will ask some of the members will ask him, and it might have been the same live that we're talking about, and it might have been zero o'clock. Where it was like I want I can't speak for Tay or I can't speak for them I can't write their experiences for them, without like right. truly like he he has to understand them in a way to truly know how to like write these songs for the members like because he yeah. writes so many of them and so yeah
2: he does. It's just amazing. I think there's definitely, you know, times where I was I was thinking about, like, just noticing him as a leader. I think, like, as the, I, you know, in, in other parts of my life, am, um, you know, have had to lead. And I think, like, that's, like, kind of the career path that I'm on as well. And so it's cool to to see someone who just does it so well and does it so, like, gracefully um i wanted to say i remember so one of my
1: i've talked about it before i have a really good friend one of my best friends she's from korea and her sister also and she her sister had made a comment because the sister's not really army but again they're like korean and they're like korean pride bts they're amazing right. um, she had made a comment of just like in the early days of bts june went on a lot of variety shows and a lot of different things as a leader of bts and he really put in a lot of extra because we look at what they were mm. doing during that time they were practicing 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 he took extra mm. time to go on a lot of those panel shows to like help put bts out yeah. there to help like be the face yeah. and doing things on a lot of those Promote. shows and mm. she had said like as a as a korean woman who's watching this her percep- perception was i just feel like namjoon was like one of the big reasons they got really big because of how much he was like doing marketing for him, the group by doing stuff. I thought that was an interesting perspective, and I thought, oh, yeah, a little bit. but
2: yeah, that's not really something that we've heard before, so that's great. That's just her um again, but... right. Well, neither of us were like growing up in Korea, at that <laughs> time, so, so... <laughs> thank you. um No, I I was just gonna. I was gonna say, you know, a couple of times that his leadership really has stuck out to me. I think that there's that I, I pulled it different kinds of examples, right? So there's that iconic fight between Jin and Tay minutes before they oh, go on stage, right? I, we've all seen it. Yeah, we've. I think it's in like the Burn the Stage documentary or maybe an earlier one. I can't remember. Right? It's between Jin and Tay, and anyone watching knows, like, it's literally just like. Them to like, being heated and, like, you know, probably tired and, like, they're arguing about, like, where they stand on, on stage or whatever. What I thought was really cool about Namjoon in that moment was basically, like, he did three things. So, first, he kind of set the stage for, like, the reality of the situation, which is something that you learn as, like, a, a people leader in, in in business and stuff. Like, just kind of bringing everything back to, like, a realistic viewpoint so he was like you know we're minutes away from performing army has been outside waiting this is not gonna get resolved right now right and like our job is to go perform so I thought that that was really cool because like at this point I mean we're still talking about someone who's very young yeah <laughs> you know?
1: and I, that's, it, well, as you were telling this I was like no wonder he's just like grown up to be such a he's had to mediate he's had to like problem solve he's had to like use his empathy times a thousand he's had to like yeah but continue and then the
2: second thing that he does which just shows like a level of compassion that I think is necessary is Tay actually gets upset enough that he's in tears right Mm -hmm. and this is before they're going on stage and instead of like taking kind of the like tough love route or whatever he I think he knows that like I think different members would need different things from him in that moment and he like crouches down to be able to look Tay in the eye and like gives him a hug and and just checks in on him and I think that like maybe like I don't know maybe another member would need like like, if it were me, I'd probably need someone to be, like, get it together and, like, go on stage. I don't know. But, like, Tay needed a little – Tay needed that, right? And I just think that in he – I'm sure Namjoon in that moment was also feeling the pressure of about to perform a concert. But he didn't make it feel like they didn't have time for that check-in.
1: Don't make me cry because um, then tears are, like <laughs>
2: – Yeah, you like know, there. it's so sweet. And then the third thing, finally, um that – That just like struck me as like wow this person is just so amazing is after they we they also share the conversation after the concert when Mm. the members are resolving it and instead of holding court and being like you did this and you did this and I'm the leader and this is what we're gonna do he actually took a step back and let them all say their feelings first
0: Mm. and
2: in that they were able to like apologize to each other and resolve things and like I think the fact that he made sure that they every single person had to be in the room and it wasn't like well this is just a, a Tay and Jin issue so like the other members go eat they're like no we're not eating until everyone talks about it and like chimes in right and all of the other members except for Namjoon were like saying what they were thinking about the situ and Namjoon was just like sitting and watching and kind of mediating and I was like this is like wise beyond their years right shit right and it's just it's so he, i am truly in awe of i don't i mean i'm sure he got you know you get like press training and i'm sure he got i don't know i don't know what kind of maybe he got mediate mediator training well, and like I maybe also, he got not to bring up my friend again
1: i remember her talking to me about this she's not army you guys but she like just she's Korean and just knows things I don't know but it's you you to add on to that as we said before he wasn't the oldest and Jin Jin, I remember my friend told me Jimin makes a comment like remember Tay, Jin is older than you not only is he dealing with you know this 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 disagreement he's dealing with them having worked their ass off they're traveling they're not on their sleep schedules they're like mm, they're in mm-hmm. pain they're exhausted they have the they have the like hierarchy of like korean age that they're they're trying to like navigate with like being respectful like there's so mm-hmm. many elements that go into those types of conversations on top of just like everything else that i just i agree like i don't know if someone helped him or if he just learned that or if you know he was given a book and they're like read this (laughs) they're like seven of knowing him he did like as (laughs) much
2: research as he could have possibly probably just amazing
1: um i also wanted to say before i know you we mentioned those but i did want to say two things one to add to this list this we'll talk more about his lyricism later, but like Nam June's willingness to help the members with things they need. And it makes me think when you asked this, when we were preparing this, it made me think about Jimin and how I relate to Jimin in the way that he seems to be the kind of person that likes to get help and advice. And he wants to do things like Jimin really wanted to write. The fans were like, Jimin, when are you going to release music? But Jimin wasn't very comfortable writing his own stuff. So he went to Namjoon for Promise. And there's that whole video of them talking about the lyricism. And Mm -hmm. then when Christmas Love came out, we found out that he really wanted to release a song. And he went to Namjoon and said, Will you help me with some of these lyrics? And Namjoon's like, great. And he's like, I knew you were really busy, but you still made time. And then no. you fast forward to his debut album. Namjoon came in and gave him very direct and constructive advice on how to like make the songs better, which right. is why he's partially credited on like crazy. Yeah, And like he helped with some of the lyricism of that. And I just mm-hmm. think about how Namjoon is so busy. And Mm -hmm. trying to navigate so many things, but he's willing to like take a step back and do things to help the members. Yeah, never Um,
2: too busy for for the members. So special, and then he's helped so many of them. Like still with you, he helped Jungkook. I mean, he's helped. He's literally, yeah. Obviously, like that fight mediation is like kind of like things that he did like by the book that were like so great. Yeah. Um something that I also notice um that he does a lot that we get on behind the scenes um of like basically when they're in America mm. is we um like one one example I can pull specifically is when they did like the Subway episode for Fallon mm. when they were promoting Mott's and he he in Korean is giving them advice for like while the English interview is happening right so as they enter he's like make sure that your energy's up and like you know like like you got this like everyone you know smile go in strong like all of that stuff so not only is he like the main point person like in the interview answering everything he's also like giving them advice in Korean on the side throughout Mm. the entire thing or like similar to that we we've seen him like say things like with red carpet interviews like oh be careful like you know watch out for like maybe certain like stupid things that Western media is trying to get them to say or whatever like he's having to be constantly on guard Constantly vigilant while also outwardly being like energetic and like the fun, like happy, go lucky, like funny leader of BTS, all the while watching out for all six of the other members. Like it's bananas.
1: And you think about how he you see so many clips of him on stage when, like, they're he pushes them to the front to speak. It's not because Namjoon can't do it. Like, he can absolutely Mm -hmm. be the one to take the mic and be like, thank you for this award, Army. You're amazing. Um, But, like, he wants... He knows the fans want to hear from people. He knows that it's hard to do public speaking, but he pushes them to do it and has them step up. And they're always really sweet and funny. But, you know, he, he does a really good job to guide them and, you know, keep them together. And you're so right, like... The, the the gymnastics he's having to do on the red carpet totally <laughs> like, yeah
2: the mental gymnastics um, for sure it's so
1: fascinating
2: um
1: the okay one what's got, your last
2: one yeah tell us this
1: is this is my one everyone knows this one but i want to say is it's a switch of just like how much the members love namjoon and like appreciate him and like right. how they help him and the classic Mm. incredible one is we Mm. know is Bon Voyage in New Zealand when Namjoon was writing he was helping write a couple different songs and he was if you watch the beginning of that show anyone who's watched it he's stressed Mm -hmm. as fuck like he is in a different place and he like everyone's like let's go do wild things and he's like I'm gonna stay and work and everyone's like Namjoon let's go and so there's that really popular clip when they're making dinner and they give Namjoon the potato to peel (laughs) i will cry (laughs) but (laughs) i will honestly cry but like you can tell it's an act of like let's get namjoon involved let's just give him
2: one thing let's give him
1: one thing he's not a cook that's not his thing but he needs to be a part of this because his head is somewhere else let's get him here and they give him the tiniest peeler and the tiniest potato (laughs) And
2: he just does his best peeling that tiny gumja. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my I, I, gosh!
1: So I just think he is so lovely. They they love him like they right. really see that that work, and they don't take it for granted. Like they yeah. will tell you up and down and left and right how much he matters. So he's
2: amazing. I wanted to say that last thing. So ah, oh, thank you for bringing that up, and like keeping <laughs> with hey. the. I, I know fly. the potato <laughs> uh, keeping with the theme of like just like things that make Namjoon Namjoon something interesting that I wanted to bring up that I kind of referenced earlier was when Namjoon made the switch from his stage name being Rap Monster to officially being RM so in November of 2017 Namjoon announced that he would be officially changing his stage name from Rap Monster to RM and he had been shortening it for a while like he had, you know, gone by ratmon famously Jungkook with his ratmon young but he calls him to this day. Yeah. um And he had also been like, you know, signing things with RM for years and stuff. But he announced it in a, a later. An, I'm so sorry. He announced it in a letter that I'll read in in a couple of seconds. But before that, I thought it was important to note like what else was going on at this time. So this right. was in November of t- 2017. So earlier that year the love yourself era had started and like for those of you that know that was a complete switch for bts like they even they they kind of announced it in that way they spoke about it in that way they said they referenced that it was like a change in their sound a turning point for them both technically and rebrand like (laughs) a rebrand if you will right this is when they changed
1: their logo right
2: it's i think it is Mm, I I thought they changed that earlier, but I can't remember. It really was like talked about as like this new era and as it should have been like the the Love Yourself era is the most famous BTS era out
0: yeah, there. Like, it really
2: it is, brought in iconic a lot of people. It brought in a lot of people. It really, like, yes. launched them into who they are so today. So, it, it changed in 2017
1: logo? to align with the evolving concepts and ideology about the band's name. So, it's, like, all around that rebrand
2: time. Perfect. So, I'm sure that that, like, kind of led to, you know, him being, like, okay, like, maybe... Maybe I can also. <laughs> well, and again, I don't you know. Have about, a bit of a rebrand. You think about
1: how they started, which was a hip hop group, and then they they evolved and changed, and then they get into the most beautiful moments yeah. in life era, which really changed them as individuals. That was the
2: change of the sound as well, yeah. right? Yeah. So I did. I do think if it's okay, I would like to read this letter from Please him. Read away. Please read
1: Please read it. I think it. it's
2: an i. It's kind of like an iconic moment for Nam June. Um, and so I think it's important to share. So here we go. Hello. This has been one of the hardest openings I've written compared to the previous letters ever since the end of 2012. I've been using the name rat monster for about five years now. It's because of a verse in a song I wrote during my trainee years. So it became my stage name that naturally stuck to the staff and members back then. I also thought it was a charming name. But when I was working under the name Bangtan Sonyandan Rap Monster, I thought it was a little lengthy. I also feel as if the songs I've produced for the past five years and the name I will put on future songs lead to different directions from one another. Sometimes I lightly introduce myself with Rapmon or RM instead of the full name Rap Monster. Therefore, I will officially change my stage name to RM which I feel like goes along with the songs I want to create in the future and have a wider thought perspective. I think there are some fans who may have predicted the name RM, which I used in my mixtape and other songs. My desire is to produce music from the heart with a wider perspective without any restrictions for a very long time. And that's what I was considering this for a while now. It might seem odd and unfamiliar to change a stage name that was used since debut. However, I will be thankful from the bottom of my heart if you would welcome the new name after much deliberation. Thank you, RM. And, like, it's just not something that's really done. And it might not seem like a big deal. We're like, but I just think, like, you can tell, like, from that letter, it just, it was a big change for him. This meant a lot to him and he is he's he said in interviews that he thought maybe that rm could symbolize many things including like real me and there was this interview that he did where he said that he would tell his younger self not to name himself Rap monster because and i quote you're not a monster you're a beautiful human don't stop it right me. now <laughs> stop it right fucking now he's i just yeah please
1: No, just he is like it's I, I use I think about this that I use this word a lot for BTS and the members, but intentional and sincere are just two things that they will always be and they always strive to be. And like, yeah, to him, he has to if you okay, if you read any interview, any letter, any writing, any song, any anything that Namjoon puts out into the world, he is so Intentional about being true to who he is. Like he is open with his heart about like, oh, I did this because this and this and this. Or oh, like who like when when people change their name or rebrand, no one's these artists aren't writing letters. Like when they go on vacation, Namjoon Mm. writes a letter. When we do these different things, Namjoon has to talk about it. Like he he Mm. likes to share, and I think he feels it's he it's important for him to share yeah. and i i think he's got such a well documented um timeline of like his evolution totally. as a person which couldn't be me sometimes i almost wish that i had a journal to go back and be like remember when you were a dumbass bitch but you're less of a dumbass <laughs> bitch now <laughs> like... but he was never a dumbass bitch he just no, was like never. he just was like he as a as a you know 17 18 year old 18 year old he's writing these incredible full of emotion stories and things and as it's it's he's always stay true to that person that from that point on forward and so hearing him say things like you're not a monster you beautiful human like he really truly is always trying to be the best version of himself
2: and well and i think you know we would we we all know when we've looked at early years nam dune and the styling that he was in and you know the styling of rap monster the way that he was being portrayed the hair like we you know we we all know it we've all seen it we would be remiss not to mention it and right. i think that he also was like that's not me and that's not who i want to be moving forward and it's totally. not the music that i want to create you know and so i just love him i just love him i fucking love him he's amazing that's all who
1: who <sighs> him listen. going to like a women's studies professor to like learn about you know yep. how to write more intentional lyrics for a woman off, off to a female audience like he's just mm, yeah he is just mean, meanwhile
2: i'm like 2025 war of Horm- hormone please i'm begging <laughs> i 2025 miss right i'm begging I, listen, i'm begging
1: i know that people have feelings about war of hormone i think it's miss i think it's misinterpreted as a as a fan of War of Hormone, I know that And some when people- I
2: walk down the aisle to War of Hormone, what then?
1: Um, Listen. <laughs> 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 that, just, like, that just, like, registered, like, a second late. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> they're saying, tell me what you want. Like, they're asking
2: for what I want. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, I fucking love that song. Oh I love God. that song, bro. Oh, my God. Anyway, he's... <laughs> I think intentional is the best word right now. Like this is he is so smart. He's always trying to make himself better. And he's really just uh, so admirable and just fucking amazing. If you've been thinking while you're listening to this podcast, Lord, Kristen is talking a lot. (laughs) Could we get a little bit more pip? The answer is yes, but not yet, because (laughs) (laughs) I just have a few more things to say. (laughs) I'm leading us into the segment you're all waiting for, numbers with Pip, of course. But I do want to just talk a little bit about Namjoon's music and solo work to kind of give the like ground. Let let me just lay the groundwork a little. Lay it down,
1: layer brick by brick. Let me
2: walk. (laughs) So you can run. Oh, my God. Okay? <laughs> so um, I just want to talk a little bit about the timeline of, like, Namjoon releasing work as RM, right? Not RM of, like, with BTS as the group. So Namjoon had been uploading covers and, and songs on SoundCloud and YouTube since before Bangtan even debuted, right? Like, he loves a cover. He loves a SoundCloud track. He
1: does. He it's does. who he
2: is. He was the first member to release a solo mixtape, tape. And I, you know, he obviously really paved the way for other members to follow um, in in his footsteps and release their own mixtapes over the years. So on March 12th of 2015, uh, Gok Song. Uh, which means Awakening, dropped. It was the music video um, and the first track that we heard from RM, which is the debut mixed tape by Rat Monster. So RM was already something that he was using like in 2015, right? That's the name of his debut mixtape. On March 15th, we got the full mixtape. Sadly, still only on SoundCloud, question mark. They, but they did not put start, it on Spotify. They didn't
1: start dropping Spotify songs, I feel like, till 20... until this year yeah 2023 so dang we're still waiting for you
2: (laughs) stop it um we got the full mixtape the full rm mixtape with the cover art featuring an angry looking namjoon with half of his face club covered in like black dripping i always thought it was ink some people say paint i don't know just i don't know but he looks angry and god love him Liquid yeah um, And then he also followed it up with a music video For Do You on March 19th mm. Now he was the first member to do this right And we know that in 2016 we get A mixtape from Yoongi but He really just I th- I'm, I think the Man just like writes music Fucking constantly right like he Was ready for this mixtape I will say for those of you that have not Listened to RM First of all shame on you second of all it's Okay but you have time to go do that now after this podcast, go sound go to SoundCloud. It's a great album to work out to. I would say. I that's that's when I listen to it. And I also just think it's important to know the roots of where he came mm. from, right? And like, because it's not on Spotify, I feel like it's people don't think
1: to access it. Like, mm-hmm. there's not. It's not as it's accessible. It's there, yeah, for it's free. There. But if for you free. If you you know if you're new getting into BTS because it's not there, I can see mm. people being like, "What are you talking about?" So it's there. Yeah. Go so find.
2: Go go to SoundCloud. Listen to RM and then ding, um, and and sure, and then ding. <laughs> um, so a few years later, so then we have the name change, right? In 2017, on October 20th of 2018, a track list for Mono was dropped. It showed RM's playlist mono and it was a handwritten um graphic like a graphic of a handwritten track list and he actually like he crosses out mixtape and he puts he writes in playlist so it was really like cool very different i think this is the first thing that we've seen of him that kind of leads us in the the rm to mono bridge (laughs) is not is not as <laughs> easy to walk as the, the mono to Indigo bridge. I can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like something happened. It's like angry to sad boy. <laughs> and like... then, but I think like literally the, like mono is like, you know how I talk about like the, like Yoongi's eras, like mono started this era of June in my opinion. Like, this mm. is like, this is the June this Mono walked so indigo could run. Oh my god. How many times am I gonna use that? I just think like it makes sense now. Like this is the this is the man that we see now. Does that make mm. sense? Yes. Anyway. So um Mono is so, a yeah. very
1: special place in my heart as well as a lot of people's hearts. All of our hearts. It's all a of our hearts. Very special.
2: I listen episode. to Mono weekly. No question. Um, no question at all. And it's very short. Go listen to it, please. It's on Spotify now. Um, but so on October 23rd of 2018, RM releases his second mixtape. And there's lyric videos for Soul and Forever Rain. And it was just kind of a quiet release. Like, I remember he just, yeah, it was, there was not a lot of like hubbub around Is there it. there also a Moonchild promo or am I crazy? I thought it was just those two, but... That was, like, me being like, let me not fact check myself because you know everything. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then his third, um, not mixtape, actually, full album, Indigo, of course, was was released on December 22nd of 2022. There's music videos for Still Life and Wildflower. But, yeah, it was his first album, not a mixtape. Um, He's also done so much work as like releasing non-album singles throughout his career. I'm going to rapid fire these starting in 2013 with Perfect Christmas him and a bunch of other artists 2015 he released PDD and fantastic 2017 we got change which is kind of like a more well-known collab with Wale yeah. because that's an American artist and then um, most recently in 2021 he released bicycle as part of Festa. Ugh, what a day. Um, what a day. What a day. What a morning. What and a way to start my morning. It was totally. such a good day. I love bicycle. It's so sweet. Um, it's so
1: non June.
2: It's so non June it's so Namjoon
1: like when Namjoon it, went from it's like you said the Mono to Indigo Bridge it's like he talks about this too. the like black and whites he was always wearing and then he just mm-hmm. came more earthy and it's just
2: like yeah it's so him I love it's it It's so cool but the cool part is is like RM that that mixtape is also Namjoon mm. and it's his roots and it's yeah. kind of like like how August e is very Augusty. E,
1: even totally. though Yoongi feels like he's grown so much that it's pattern. cool
2: because, if anything, we've just seen, like, in both of those men, right, in Namgi, we've seen them just be, like, more, like, kind of just less angry, which I think is really cool. Yeah. He actually, Yugi said
1: recently in his Suchwita episode, he talked about that, like, turning 30 and how he just, like, let go yeah. of so much of that, that like,
2: those, those parts of him.
1: Anyways, c- want it to be me,
2: but... <laughs> Which I know one, one could only hope. <laughs> um, he's also been featured on a lot of different tracks, like by other artists. So, again, I'll rapid fire these. In 2015, he was on Buku Buku, um, with some Korean artists. He's also the song You. In 2017, he did Gaja and champion remix fallout boy um 2018 timeless this was the, like the start of his work with tiger jk and then just kind of all of those members that mm. like you know bombing tiger all that so anyway um and then crying over you one of my faves Shame. um um soul town road iconically in 2019 uh, when the, that dropped was the, i was like what uh, ban- bananas <laughs> bananas the little nasa x moment winter flower my home girl Mm. um truly listen to that constantly that's a track that not a lot of people like it was when it came out i was just like i remember being at work just like on on like a playlist just like listening to it a ton um yuna's voice is absolutely bananas don't which i also love um i don't know how to pronounce this artist's name aeon eon aeon of course, sexy new Kim in 2022, and then in 2023 we got Smoke Sprite and Don't Ever Say Love Me. Also,
1: from what I remember during COVID time, John Yoon mm. had a song called Hope, and like Namjoon was like uncredited background vocals. I'm almost positive. Don't yeah. quote me, but that's another one that like it's a fun little Easter egg. Add it to the lore. Add it to the lore. Add it to the
2: lore. Anyway, obviously, all of the people that he's collaborated collaborate, can I speak collaborated, collaborated with are shut the fuck up are obsessed with him as they should be they he's sh- amazing i am too you know who wouldn't be and i thought this is good a good time to hand it over to you pip just if you could give us some numbers a numbers with pip sag mm. on Nam June and all of the things that would be great Well, it's been a minute since we've had a Numbers with Pip, so I'm really excited. (laughs) Um, This
1: is a Numbers with Pip Billboard edition. I thought it would be interesting. I mean, I could go back and do all the da-da-da. There's so many songs. I thought we would just focus on Billboard. Yeah, Um, love it. And these aren't all of his songs. These are just highlights of some great achievements that we had on Billboard. Mm, So we're going to start out with his mixtapes, which RM, which was in 2015, it... Reached the world album chart at number 12 because okay just everyone knows billboard has more charts than hot 100 we know this but like when i say more than hot 100 and like the 200 global there's like a lot of charts that they have so you'll hear me mention some of those charts okay So the Mm. world album chart at number 12 and it was also just for a fun little number that's non-billboard because that was all we had to give her. That was it was ranked 48th on Spin's 50 Best Hip Hop Albums of 2015, which is pretty cool that like even back in 2015, June was getting a nod by like these publications. Um, Mono 2018 had... Billboard 200. So B- Mono hit the Billboard 200, number 26, it debuted, I believe, or at the highest it peaked. These are all peak mm-hmm. numbers. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was on the top album sales chart at number five, independent album sales number two, world album at number two as well. And then Indigo in 2022, it was at Billboard 200's number three on that chart. Mm-hmm. The vinyl mm-hmm. albums, it hit number two when that vinyl was released. World album, it did hit number one top album sales it hit number two and then with amazing um, these are some wildflower specific numbers it entered i think i believe it peaked at um 83 on billboard 100 it was on billboard global 225 and also still life fyi was at 187 on global 200 and then the excluding us for global 200 it hit number 20 and then still life hit 165 um it. it was number one on the digital song sales chart Also on Mm -hmm. that chart, we also got Yoon's Still Life and Closer that charted on digital song sales. And then on the world digital song sales, Wildflower got number one. And then I thought we would do a fun little closer numbers for Chris Oh, speaking um, of Paul, hi, Paul.
0: <laughs> I so love you.
1: It hit number one on the R&B slash hip hop digital sales chart. It hit mm. number 19 on the heart R&B. It hit number one on R&B digital song sales. I don't know why I have. I think this was a still life number. I'm so sorry. Num- still life hit number one on rap digital song sales. So closer did really well on the R&B sector of
2: Billboard as it fucking should
1: um some other interesting billboard numbers that were for he was featured on so Mm. we have strange which was on d2 with yoongi yes um it entered it was number four on the rap digital song sales and then sexy nukem it was 30 on the digital song sales it was one on top world digital songs and then Mm. i thought we would do a champion fallout boy it was on a ton (laughs) of rock charts i was like why i was looking through his profile and i was like why does he have so many rock chart and i'm like oh it's because champion it's fucking champion um and it was 10 on the hot rock and alt songs charts and then number two on digital rock song sales Winterflower, our girl top world digital songs it hit number one when that released um in Mm. 2019 for yuna and then other Buildmore numbers, RM has peaked at number six on the Artist 100 chart that they have. He was number one in 2018 on RM's emerging on the emerging artist chart. And then I thought this would be interesting to close this mm. out, which is Namjoon has had several songs that he's written on that have mm-hmm. been on Hot 100. Got of it. those songs. Three of them have been number one, which he's credited on Butter, he's credited on Life Goes On, and he's credited on the My Universe for his verse. So those are the three that have hit number one. And then in terms of just writing credits of the 28 bts songs that are on that chart he's credited on 21 of them which include stay disease telepathy blue and gray fly to my room black swan my time take two run bts yet to come on make it right featuring love he's credited idol dna fake love boy with love "Mic drop wildflower and i just find Ugh. it really great that he's not even Amazing. on fly to my room but he's credited on fly to my room which means that he was really involved in b <laughs>
2: Which, I like, by the went, way, went,
1: to like double check that, I was like, "Is that true?" And then yeah, because like, oh. he's like
2: not on that; he's on <laughs> yeah. stay. Fly to my room. Such a such a bob. Such when, a bob. When
1: we hit, there's a part in that song where it just hits yeah. and it takes off. Um, and takes then, off. lastly, I did want to say, Comco, which is the Korean Music Copyright Association. You'll see people post that online on Twitter, especially. Mm, it's essentially mm, 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 mm. it's songs attributed to his name as a songwriter and composer. By comka and as of november twenty twenty three r m is the youngest and second most credited songwriter in the association's history there is Hello? there's another uh, writer that like has been writing for a while and they um they're like they the flip-flop. top they flip flop a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. but he's always up there and it's very fascinating. He has written two hundred and eighteen songs to his name um that that's credited to him so Nom June, you it's big fantastic.
2: brain, big body, big body, sexy big, brain, big body. Oh, that's amazing. Pip, I love numbers with Pip. And I also know that there are still like despite the enlistment, there are still things like maybe percolating for the future. Might you be able to talk about some of that? You know, us? I just a little, forecast? I a little mean, forecast.
1: A little forecast, if you will, hands up. If um, you will. So some things we know is that we know that there's a song that he's he's work he's worked on has worked on some project we know this he's yes. talked about it many different times won't tell us mm-hmm. anything really but no. we know that he does have a song he's working on that he so graciously and vulnerably performed at D Day that Yungi yes. gave him the stage and said pop off yes. my my man like and he performed, and what am I
2: gonna say um, that you predicted that. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, and it it's also like such bicycle vibes on that song. Yeah. it's a, mm-hmm. the,
1: I remember when the lyrics, people were writing down the lyrics of it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Dom June.
2: I will cry. Um, I will
1: die. I don't. You, many of you will know he has that other account that Kristen didn't know about until two weeks ago, <laughs> which which is like, PR, like PWR or P-W-R, PWR whatever. It's like PWR over and, or PRW over and over and over again. And no one really knows what that means. But he has it. They post pictures of him. there right. There's things happening on that. We're not sure. It's very, but it's yeah coming. And the last yeah. thing I want to say about it is, okay, so there was an interview that he did with a publication a couple months ago. Um, and they asked a question at the very end. It was for a fashion magazine. And the quote at the end says, "What can you tell us about the next project you're working on?" And all he says is, largely, it is going to be the opposite direction of Indigo, but it's not just lighthearted and fun. When people see me, they think I'm very serious, gentle, and a nice person. But I'm not just that. There are many aspects of me that aren't so serious. So I also like like making people laugh. And I just think that's so precious. Because we have talked a lot about how Namjoon is very just like, He's a serious individual, but he himself is like, I'm fun. I'm a, I'm a door. Like I am silly. And I think that I'm excited to see what that Avenue looks like for him.
2: Totally. And I don't know when we'll get it. Obviously big hype has like a lot planned a lot, like, you know, happening. And so who knows, but watch this space, Watch this space pip thank you so much for numbers with pip oh, and for a June future forecast we know that when we need the facts we know that you could <laughs> deliver i suppose and now a word from our sponsors we have no sponsors okay uh, <laughs> it's us we're the sponsors <laughs> no actually like it is spotify for podcasters but we don't really know what's going on with the ads anymore so anyway you might hear an ad we're not quite moment. sure what it is. You might not. <laughs> I really hope it's we something don't know. we don't like. I hope it's something yeah, we choose. Like so. hello. Anyway, okay. So we can't have an episode about Nam June without talking about his lyrics, and oh? obviously we've talked has about his writing. I know, as he, we talked about his writing. We also like on the shelf in my living room is that book that's poems by Nam June or poems by R M. Wait, that he put I think out. I like, have he, that too i'm sure you do it's merch um but he's you know he he's amazing like i have this tiktok um where you know it's like a stitch on what's the lyrics that like you know the play on words lyrics that just like you that you think of when you think of the best play on words and i did his disease verse And of course, in those comments, everyone's like, oh, but what about this song and this song and this song? Yes. Yes. In my TikTok, I even say it could be any Namjoon lyrics. We know that, like, the man is unmatched when it comes to wordplay and being able to do that in both Korean and English, and also just like, the sounds of the words like his wordplay is like seven layers deep so I thought we of course need to have a section yes. on lyricist June, and we're gonna talk about some of our favorite Namjoon lyrics and Pip and I have not shared this with each other um but we know each other's taste so like I I can imagine what Pip's gonna talk about but maybe do you want to just go like back and forth well, to start this off, there's an outlier
1: that's most famously known that I think of is course. outside of it, which is obviously, as we know, it, it trivia has its own
2: sag. It has its own <laughs>
1: sag, which is trivia love like that is if it's the quintessential yeah. June is an incredible writer lyric. And I feel right. like it's just we know it if you have it. For some reason, there are many people who are that listen who are newer army who may not have deep mm-hmm. dives into this, who may not be on Twitter when these things get brought up. But if you haven't read his translations, like Kristen has just said, that there's so many layers to his songs, this is a really good example of the layers of his song because most yes. people, they talk about, he uses the word, he interchanges, interchangeably, he uses the word sadam and sarang. And when you write that out in Hangul, Saram would be like S A R A M, and Sarang is S A R A, which means people and love. Yes, and so saying. Saram is peep is person or human or people, and Sarang is love. And so the only difference, again, you'd have to see this physically. The only difference in the Hangul is that the M is kind of like a little box, and the, mm-hmm. ng, the ng is a circle; it's round. And so he uses that in his lyricism. Yeah. To to Please. then say how this person, you are the one who will make me a person, take a person and turn them into love. You erode my edges this is a really popular, you erode all my edges and make me love. So in the course, it says, sadam, sadam, Saddam, and then Saddam, 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 because he says, I'm just a human, human, human. You erode all my edges and make me love, love, love. And it's like, right. that's one of... Many- so taking that right.
2: Hangul character.
1: So like, and he just takes the Hangul throughout the whole song is like among these countless many straight lines. When we gently, when you gently sit on it, it becomes a heart. Like it's just
2: like- yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's- you can't even like, you can't even explain how many levels this has to.
1: And it. when he says, you make I to an O, right? So live and love. In English, I is live and love is O. So it's, you make I to an O, which is a straight line and a round one. And then he talks yeah. about, he talks, he goes, cause he says, live to a love, live to a love in English. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, I learned to you why a person should live by loving. And then he says through the distance between I and you in the English, in the English alphabet. And then he says all the letters in between those. <laughs> and he goes, I cross all the letters and reached you, but also you the letter and you Y-O-U. Yeah, I'm like gonna die. he is so fucking <laughs> ridiculous that's like this no yeah. love song has love songed as long as trivia Love, no. and i just need to say trivia love is the only song on love yourself answer love yourself that is under a hundred million and the fact that this song is so beloved by army and still is not above 100 million makes me absolutely livid and i'm not counting the dna remix i'm not counting those i'm just saying the tracks so that's Kristen's little um soapbox but i just thought we would it would be doing us a disservice to not mention because clearly that's both and many people don't know this but i have that i have tattooed on my on my arm i live so i love um That is one of my favorites, and I got that with my friend Brit, and it's a very special... It's not because we're in love romantically, but I truly believe in platonic love and the importance of friendship love, and it's our of
2: course gift of love to each other, but
1: yeah. um, it's a very special I, song. I,
2: I agree with you that it deserves its own thing, like the, the lyricism, the wordplay, the using the alphabet all of it is so beyond genius It's just like, like
1: you please have and also
2: thank you to the translators that help us with set. all of this and of course dual set bong tan
1: i'm sure you're using, dual I'm, set using dual yeah, set. I'm, I'm using, using dual, dual set i'm using
2: dual set today shout out to dual please set please go go read them and
1: like just there's just and so just, much nuance ugh. and it's like it's a great way to start this segment to talk about trivia love because it really puts you in the mindset of like they're not just like he ha- he can write a very straightforward lyric we know that he loves it yeah. we're we're having a yes. good time butter yes. all those fun yes. things you know but he he does have the ability to to use language in a such a beautiful way and he uses mm. in it, as you research the the lyrics Namjoon himself mm-hmm. uses a lot of phrases plays with phrases you think mm-hmm. about so many of the things and I could have chosen any I'm sure Kristen Kristen and I both love them and so. I'm very yeah. fascinated to see what you have chosen because I we like a lot of different Namjoon songs, so I just want to see,
2: yeah. How and that I happens. and I tried to I try to choose a variety. Um, I did too. I will. It also comes to mind like whenever anyone translates one of his letters that's written in Korean, they also mm. like say like just so you know, like we can't translate how eloquent this is in Korean. Ah. Like we can't express to you how like because we're translating words right the some of the eloquence is lost yep. and it's always saying you know how like hobies is always like said cutely like for namjoon it's always like said with a big brain said with a big, big fucking brain. Big, brain, big body um yeah so i have like we have we have i think we each prepared five um mm-hmm. s- lyrics to talk about my first I am sure you guessed this is in my list. Um, and I and I just zeroed in on a portion of it because we can't have a podcast It'd be 10 hours, like I said. My first song that I'm going to talk about is a piece of his verse in, you guessed it, Cypher 2.
1: <laughs> I I knew she was choosing a cypher. I stayed clear of the cypher so we didn't have crossover because I knew she was going to choose a cypher
2: and really I could choose any of his ciphers and cipher four almost one and all this but I'm I am partial to cipher two and I just I I chose this one lyric to dissect um or to talk about I personally did not dissect it because I am do not speak Korean well enough um but I thought it was funny because I was introduced to One Piece this year because my roommate is obsessed with One Piece and obviously the live action came out and so then I know what that is in any way. So in it, in in his verse, which by the way, go read the whole verse because he's amazing, but in it he says, this place is One Piece, I'm White Beard, you guys are just long beards catfish in one word. So obviously he's saying this in Korean hmm. and this is the the English translation, right? So first of all, this place is One Piece, I'm Whitebeard. Whitebeard is a character in One Piece and is the captain of like that group and he's the strongest man in the world, right? So he's saying like this place is One Piece, I'm Whitebeard, right? I'm the strongest man in the world. And for you guys are just long beards, catfish in one word. First of all, like this is like rhymed perfectly, right? You're just not getting that because I'm not saying it in Korean. Um, but the, the the metaphor part, so catfish is known for its flattened head and prominent like whiskers, basically, they that resemble cat whiskers. But it's also, you know, a metaphor for an ugly person, right? A catfish, right? We talk about. And the wordplay here is like he's saying it's a catfish to put in one word. Like that's kind of like the phrase that he's saying. But it sounds similar to another Korean phrase where one of the words is misspelled. So like the context hits double basically. And it's like a double blow. And it means to like trick someone or screw someone over. So this line this one little baby line in cypher 2 can also mean like i'm white beard you guys are just long beards i screw you over with one word basically like because of that like flip of the word and this is one tiny line in like a 60 line verse that he does rapid fire I just am so obsessed with him because I love when he brings in silly things like an anime like One Piece or he like, set, you know, brings up Pokemon in his verses like but he's still like literally just chewing up the opposition and spitting them out. I'm obsessed with him. I am obsessed with him. That's all. You're next.
1: No, I love <laughs> it. I truly love it. And like I had in my search for uh my the lyrics i wanted to choose i obviously looked Mm -hmm. up some of the ciphers i looked up dang i looked up even in disease he makes some kind of the lyrics in disease like he makes some like he makes calls on things he's just a very interesting lyricist like he's just so fascinating um Mm -hmm. but like whenever bts diss they diss and i i love it and it like they this 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 clip gets brought up a lot of like Mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj in an interview once said like rappers real rappers write their lyrics and like you know even she was like like whatever rappers can write however they want but like at the end of the day real rappers write their lyrics and like because it has to it comes from them and so personal a diss from BTS is real (laughs) like that's
2: they wrote it it's from them yeah they're saying can you imagine like you, it's a diss that like you like have to dissect and these like <laughs> yeah. seven layers and, to, like, like
1: there's just so god much and you like flipping through the dictionary being like now wait a minute
2: <laughs> oh god damn it that's another way he dis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well, uh, love that okay what do you have
1: um choosing choosing lyrics Again. from yes. non is
2: so hard bananas yeah.
1: it's just to stay in the like just to stay in the genre that we're in right now um obviously i'm gonna say straight his verse in strange with yunki this is one Mm -hmm. of my the the general concept of strange Mm -hmm. has to do Mm -hmm. with like capitalism and Mm -hmm. just like people not really thinking for themselves you think you think you know what you know right like the poll anyway it's very fascinating please go read it because like to understand what's said is really important but obviously it's this first That first part of the lyric that happens to be in English, although I think that the Korean part of it really carries the rest of the song, but I can't just like pinpoint one lyric without like five stanzas. So it's like (laughs) I have to like pinpoint. So strange, she says, You think you got taste? Oh, baby, how do you know? I mean, for God's sake, everything is under control. And I think it's so fascinating because BTS is. if throughout their songs from the beginning to now we're, we're used maybe newer army maybe who haven't deep dove into the lyrics i don't know but we're used to things like the love yourself which was very like introspective of personal and trying to like growth and you have butter and mm. dynamite and they're all fun and even mm. all these different things but like they have made they will to this day continue to make comments about mm. this socioeconomic whatever or like just Definitely. the government and like the way society um operates and so you got taste when you break it down it's like you've got taste you think you have taste well how do you know because literally everything's under control so if some he in the verse he talks about like you go on social media and you think you know what you know but you're also just taking it right you're not like really thinking for yourself right. and we're all just part of this machine so it's yeah. it's just very it's very cool and if you haven't read the strange li- not Kristen but if you ha- anyone else has not read the strange lyrics
2: well and I think it's interesting because he's very strategic about the the what he chooses to say in English as well yeah um, and have it not be misconstrued or like have it pack a different punch he has so many tools in his lyricist to tool belt to fool from and it's very cool and English is one of them and having phrases stick out like that right I there's
1: this part in that verse where he says you know the one who he makes these comments where he's like the one who isn't sick is the one that's sick the one who's treating you like this like a mutant is more strange to me The one with their eyes open or actually closed like he he makes these comparisons of like you think you know but you really don't and I just find his the the intent behind his um writing great okay give me your next one (laughs)
2: um so i these are all over the place by the way there's no like rhyme or reason to what i'm doing um for me like it doesn't always have to be namjoon's crazy wordplay that makes the lyrics great obviously like you just said right um and i think like this the song that I'm going to talk about is one that's really important to me. It will be tatted on my body at some point in my life. And that's reflection, um, which I think I've mentioned here before. I've clear reflection because I knew in my heart we'd, that you would do yeah. it. That's right. It's my baby. Um, what I think is really important is that like what anything that that BTS puts out, even in the form of a song lyric, Millions of people are going to say BTS said this, right? So it's not... oh, It doesn't have to be like in a letter that they write or in a speech that they give. Like their lyrics speak for themselves. So the fact that Namjoon was okay with admitting this state of mind is important, right? Yes. It's vulnerable. It's... He is saying... he it's the first time really that we see that level of vulnerability from him and where he is starting off a verse by saying that sometimes he hates himself yeah right and the the reflection is so familiar to anyone really who's like lived any kind of life where you're just like you're in kind of a a bad state of mind and then you go and you like are looking at the people around you and creating stories for them and all you know, feeling really not a part of it, but observant and it's just it's just hits so close to home for so many people. But the lyric the the couple of lyrics that I'll pull out, just a couple of lines, is um, but you know sometimes I really hate myself. Also sorry, by the way, these are the English translations. Mm. This song is in Korean. Um, But you know, sometimes I really hate myself. In fact, quite often, I really hate myself when I hate myself myself so much. I go to took so that's a park um, in and, you know, by the Han River. And, And I just stand here with the familiar darkness. So the fact that he was okay with saying that and then we know that that song ends with him saying over and over and over and over again, I wish I could love myself. And this was before the Love Yourself era and the Love Myself campaign. And really, I have to believe, they've never said this that I know of, but I have to believe that that was a launching point for Love Yourself, right? Him saying, I wish I could love myself. And then it leads to this whole thing where he does it in concert and ARMY yells back, we love you. And it's happened in Korean and it's happened in English as well, is like just it's so it's so representative of the mutual respect and love between bts and army and the way that i see it is someone that has to be really strong all the time felt okay enough and felt safe enough to be vulnerable enough in his lyrics to say something over and over and over again as hard to say as i wish i could love myself and then he goes and performs it live and army has his back enough to say well we love you you know we have your back sorry <laughs> it's special and it is something that i think is um not very common in amongst like fandoms and artists doing that kind of thing for each other and basically our leader needed a little bit of support and and we were able to give it to him you know in the moment
1: and I think it's really important also this was this was during a time when he was performing specifically this was during a time that there was a lot of fandom wars there was there was a lot of like things people were coming after BTS for. And it just puts mm-hmm. you in... I can only imagine that it puts you... Because because Wings is the same album that we got, Dual Set. We got 2-3, which is a direct song, which we learned... I don't know. To ARMY. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was directly because of these things that they were going through as fans and artists. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. even more so, that album is very special. Him going through that, and then during that time as well that the fans are like, we literally are here for you because like right. it was such, totally. there were some really awful things going on. I've like read into them and I'm like, I hate everything. Yeah. Um, And so, and that's just like coming of age, right? Like we, when you were in your early twenties and I was in my early twenties, we were going through it in our own ways.
2: Well, and it's also a part of them becoming more popular. Yeah. The more popular you get, the more haters there's going to be, the more drama, mm. the more, and there was like, like you've said, really horrendous things going on right yeah. and and not to say that they deserved it because they were getting more popular but it was a turning point you know wings was a turning point yes most beautiful wings. moment in life was a turning point but wings and the tour that they did for wings is what brought us into this new era of bts well in the sense of like they're selling out you know they're playing right right, right. In, Wembley. Yeah, anyway i want to say Kristen, <laughs> our
1: our minds are on similar wavelengths because one of my lyrics yeah, is please. from answer love myself and so mm, we went from reflection perfect. to i wish i could love myself and one of mine yeah. is is in his verse in love myself and please. he says I'm just gonna read the whole stanza. So perhaps there might not be perhaps there might not be the answer. Perhaps this might not be the answer. Even just to love myself, I needed to have someone else's permission. I'm still looking for myself again, but I don't want to die anymore. Me who is sad, me who was hurt, me who will still be more beautiful. And I just like mm. could cry, actually. <laughs> like you go from that that to from where he was and like the growth he made over the like next few years of his Mm -hmm. career to like Mm -hmm. truly find a place where he's like you know what like self-love matters and it's a a self-love you guys when I was in my mid twenties, I felt like I was on the yeah. fucking top of the world. Though I was like early twenties, I hated everything. Mid twenties, I was poor but really happy. Now, people always <laughs> say that they say in their twenties when they're like, "Oh, but we were poor but happy." I was having the time of my life, and I thought it was so good. And then when when the when quarantine when COVID stuff happened, I feel like mm. I we will all say this: we changed. Like, mm. and so I go through these loving myself it's like an up and down and up and down and up and down like moments in our life. And so to see Mm -hmm. him be so vulnerable, like you said, to Mm -hmm. say those things. Um, And then come to this place where he does, he doesn't resolutely say, I love myself. Yes. Like move forward. But he's like, I've now learning that I don't need someone else's permission. Like I myself can make that choice. I don't need someone to tell me that they love me. I don't need someone to tell me they hate me. Like I get to decide how I feel about myself and I'm, I'm going to
2: be more beautiful as I grow. So (sighs) it's interesting because like the whole, like love, loving yourself thing. I remember when I first became army, I didn't know if I did like love myself completely, Mm. but, and I think a lot of people have said this before and, just because it's a common thought that doesn't mean that it's not difficult Mm -hmm. where we've talked about really BTS being the catalyst to helping a lot of us love ourselves fully. And I certainly feel that way. And I think like when I first became ARMY, I don't think that I was in a place where I really loved myself. And I think I knew that I could get there because of lessons that I had. That they were teaching me. Yep. I do. I can say years later now in 2024 that I do love myself. And I don't think that I would be here if it. I don't think I'd be in this place of loving myself if it weren't for BTS.
1: There's something about having to face it. Do you know what I mean? Like having Mm -hmm. to face your insecurities and the way they face it, it reflects in like myself and like how do I face certain things and when you're reading right. those lyrics and when you're listening to the songs it makes you put yourself in some of these positions and so I think that's also part of it of just I learned to love myself because I'm watching people actively trying and actually doing it and not just that friends and fellow right. army going through things sure. and the community that. Is made because of that, You're because so right. of BTS influence. And I say this all the time. yeah Yungi has said that many times, where it's like our influence. We can't help every cause, but our influence matters, and our inf- yeah. what we do matters. And I think that's well, how they're that a catalyst
2: for so many things. Truly, they really are. Ah, that mm-hmm. was a great choice. Woo, um, look at us. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit okay. since we got a little bit too in our fields. I'm going to talk about arguably the most romantic song that Namjoon has ever written. You would say you already talked about trivia love. So how could it be? Well, that was your opinion. In my opinion, um, I'm going to talk about what am I to you?
1: You know, what's wild As I was listening to what am I to you today being like, should I add this to
2: my list? No, Kristen, you've already have too many songs. Continue. It's so funny. Oh, um What Am I To You? please go listen to it if you haven't. I'm sure you have. It's on It's Dark and Wild, right? Um yes. it's intro What Am I To You? Yes. And Namjoon is just like doing the absolute most in this song. Um and talking about, you know, honestly what a lot of us are going through now if we're like dating. I'm not there, but like if you're wondering like what are you to this person that's kind of what he's talking about but i just love it and i just think like he's such a boy in these lyrics and i just love namjoon being a little boy in these lyrics so what i pulled out was and again this is all in korean but i'm reading the english translate translation I keep finding excuses to contact you as if I've done something wrong. It's worse than before we started dating. What? Has it been there? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, I love a relatable lyric. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's worse than before we started dating. Maybe me being your boyfriend doesn't make enough of a reason. Every time, short answers K. I'm going to bed. No your messages don't go over 10 bytes like gigabytes um you're a goalie without determination and i'm messy running across the empty field like literally messy like you know the soccer player <laughs> and i'm just like Nom June, you little emo baby boy and i just like it really just hits me because Obviously Dark and Wild was You know their third album super early On I think it was like within their Second year and I I Just like I love that he was writing In this way yeah. he like literally Says like call me Opa in it Like he's just like being a little baby Boy and I love it and it doesn't Always have to be Namjoon Big Brain like sometimes He's writing with his body you know <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> I love what am I to you. You kn- I do I know. You had to have known this was an option. I knew we you. were getting some dark and
1: wild in this. I knew it. Thank you. Thank you. Um mine to bounce off of you is I know we said trivia love is an amazing love song. <laughs> I know we said what am I to amazing love song. But dare I say <laughs> An underrated... i hate, Actually, I'm about to say underrated because I hate that. Um, yeah. But I'm going to say, I don't know a love song specifically, but a love song you didn't know and might be best love song that Namjoon's helped write is respect. And let me hit you with some <laughs> lyrics because you're thinking, oh Kristen, you're being dramatic. You're just saying respect because you really like it. Well, those of you who are listening right here, right now, you probably... I'm not trying to be annoying, but... The streams don't lie. You probably haven't read the lyrics of respect since you like first. Wow. I'm not talking about she you. Said it. But I'm talking about some people. Some people out there it. are probably being like, you're right, Kristen. You're totally right. And let me explain because the premise and the idea of respect, mm. respect was a song that they talked about how in MOT7, everything was very serious and, in, and mm. Namgi wanted to do something fun because they were like, mm-hmm. let's add, because these boys love a good vibe. They like the album to have variety. And so they're like, right. we need a fun song, which Friends is a fun song. But overall, they're right. like, we need a fun song. And Respect is a fun song. And they talk about recording it. And they were just silly. And they were bouncing off of each other in some of the ad libs. But let me read you some of the lyrics because then maybe you'll go stream respect. First off, pause this podcast, go stream respect and then come back. So obviously it starts with the AO sugar, which we fucking love in AO sugar. Like we love yep. it. Not um, the first time. And I
2: hope it's not the last. Hope it's
1: not the last. They, they talk about the word respect and what it means. And essentially it's that respect is sometimes overused and like how we go. Yeah. Respect, mm. man. Like, but what is respect and they just kind of talk about like well what does respect mean like what does that even mean and let me there's two parts of this of june's verse specifically that i love so Nam June starts it and does the, the top half and then the back half is uh yunki but he says it sure the word respect it surely belongs to a higher tier than love a higher tier perhaps the highest tier <laughs> Love them so much. You're tickled. You're tickled. And then later in the song, he says. Later in his verse, excuse me. He says. A couple lines later, he goes. Okay. Respect. Like the word itself, it's to look and look again. And dual set adds the word respect can be etymology broken into re back again and spectar to observe, to look at. So he's breaking apart yeah. that word, which again, we love wordplay. Amazing. So respect Amazing. like the word itself is to look and look again. When you keep looking at someone, you're bound to see their flaws. But the fact that you nonetheless want to keep looking requires absolute faith in that someone. Mm. And I just have to say, mm. and then well, I'm going to keep reading it, which is why I can't. <sighs> This is important, which is why I can't really say it so easily. They're Im- they're immeasurable, its weight and thickness, that someday I'll be able to say it confidently with all my heart to myself and to you, Minyungi, and to myself and to you. Please don't say respect so easily because even I still don't know it well. So it's this idea that he's like, this word is a heavy word and it means a lot. And if I say it to you, then it means something. And so... It belongs to a high, the high tier. Maybe even the
2: highest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a higher tier than love.
2: She's so tickled right now.
1: <laughs> but it's like this idea. Britt, when she listens to the segment, is just going to be like, yes, and yes, and yes. And yes of course. She and I have talked at length. And I'm going to tell you, one day we're going to do a Namki episode, and one day Britt is going to be our guest. Oh, we will. And when of we, course. And when I let her take the wheel and just talk about respect... Anyway, so I just thought this was one of those lyrics where like we talk about one of the reasons I people probably want to know why I love respect so much. I just love the lyrics in this and Namjoon talking about like how it's a higher tier than love. And it's like you Uh, really look at someone like that's how you have to keep looking at them and respecting them even beside, even because they have flaws. Oh, we love you. We love it.
2: (laughs) We love you. We love it. And we love that one performance that we got.
1: God, but like even in the performance, it was silly because they're like, "We're just here to have a fucking good time." Now Listen, I'm just down on one knee. Were, I don't know what
2: they going were right. doing a kickball change for the gods.
1: <laughs> I just love that song. Anyway, okay, yeah. Kristen, your turn.
2: You know, Pip, you can't have the best love songs in the world without possibly the best breakup song oh. in the world. <laughs> And you know that I could not have this segment without talking about Namjoon's verse in outro, tear, or tear. That's so sad. Your, again, wordplay. Again, wordplay. Now, when this song came out, we've talked about this. We all, you know, everyone thought that it was like a breakup song, really. And then Yoongi revealed later in, I believe, the docuseries in like 2020, that 2020. He, it, was writ- it was written about how they were almost going to disband in 2018. Mm-hmm. So it is a breakup song, but it's about BTS. And it's just a little bit bananas. Now, this one, please bear with, because I actually like, the his verse is really long in this. He starts off the song. And I'm not going to do the whole thing at all. But I have quite a, a lengthy segment. Again, this is not about wordplay. This is about just the lyricism right. in general. So, and again, this isn't all in Hangul or in Korean. And I'm reading the English translation. If someone turned back time for me, could I maybe have been more honest? My, I mean, even just that. I don't. Chill, you forget. said that <clears throat> and I go, after talking about everything we've talked about, what a line. Like... Jesus, my bare face that only I know. Like, like, I'm sorry, it's just hitting. It's like, it's hitting. Okay. And my ugly and humble old friends within myself. Could you have still loved me with the smile you used to make looking at me forever? Oh, looking at me forever? Stop saying things like forever. There's gotta be an end anyway. If there's a beginning, I don't want to listen to that. Advice that's too right or too many words of comfort. I don't want to listen to that. I was just so scared because it felt like maybe I had never loved you at all. Not even for once. Although it's late, you were sincere. Only you loved me more. Bitch. It's so interesting to me how the self-awareness that a verse like this takes right because it's you're admitting your flaws and also like recently I I was complaining to Vivi and she was like giving me solutions and I was like no 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 like just let me complain without like Mm. trying to give me solutions it's so funny when you're like you're in a place where you're like, I know that there's probably a way to make this better. And like, I probably could have been better, but right now I'm, can I just like, can I just like, be a brat can i just vent can i just bitch you
1: know it's like we know that namjoon loves bts since then has stated many 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 times that he their family he can't live without them everything he does is like he thinks about what they can do to stay together and be better we know that but it's like you say when you're in the heat of that like dark emotion Mm. and that like breakup that's what you're thinking about is this like did i even love this like what is this like you're in turmoil right of like those feelings
2: yeah and i just love it I love it so much and I love that he that rap line was able to put into words what it felt like when they knew that there was a big possibility that they were going to they were going to disband and what that meant for all seven of them and the three of them talk about it but Namjoon my favorite of that being like my my bare face that only I know and my ugly and humble old friends within myself it's like there's a there's there's a Japanese saying that I have we talked about this on on the pod where it's like there's three versions of you have we talked about this I I feel like we have it's like I forget I don't i obviously can't speak Japanese so I don't know the saying but it's like there's a version of you that the outside knows and then there's a version of you that like your closest 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 people know and but then, then, there's like the real version of you that literally it's only possible for you to know, and no one can know that fully, and I just think it's interesting, you know, like I don't really think about that myself because you like to be like, "Oh, I'm such an open book, and like there's right. people that know me so well, but like really, in reality, it's true, right? There's only one person that can know you in in, in full, yeah uh, it's just interesting.
1: I think that that's uh, one of the most honest songs and mm-hmm. specifically for rap line so if anyone mm. has not read those lyrics please go read those lyrics because they're just yes they're just so telling of the time that they were in especially having like looked back and it's so funny by the way because yoongi is always the one that drops the bombs of knowledge like even in this most I recent know. documentary it's always yungi just talking about all the shit like he is yeah, because he's just so at once he's at peace with it. He's okay talking about things. Yeah,
2: totally. Like
1: once he's like at peace, he's like, yeah, that happened, and you're like, oh, what the the fuck? Like even when he was like, oh yeah, and during COVID, I like crawled into my parents' bed and cried, and we're like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> you're just like, yeah, he is, really? and
1: I love that about
2: him he drops a bomb it's a Yungi. and nugget, even in this most like, recent one he, he
1: references doesn't mm-hmm. say specifically but sort of references that seesaw could also have been about this break about bts because mm-hmm. he he mm-hmm. makes a comment about bts and how it's like a during that time it felt like a seesaw and everyone was like oh was that what's like there are a lot of people attribute to that now what that's probably what seesaw was about so it's very interesting because it was like a breakup anyways that song great lyric thank you for sharing bananas my next lyric would be I'll keep this one short and it's uh very well liked by many people in the fandom very well mm-hmm. liked by uh, mono lovers and that's everything goes again Kristen has yes. that tattooed on her right now you can see it if you can't but, mm-hmm. but Kristen can and there's a and lot of Kristen, lyrics she means Pip
2: has that tattoo <laughs> yeah
1: Pip has that tattoo sorry Pip I do yes um and I just want to say there are so many great lyrics in this, this, like the things that he says. This is again during that time, 2017, 20, like very introspective, non June about the mm-hmm. world. Um, but this is towards the end of the song. He says, instead of those, so the, the concept of everything goes, if those of you who may not know, everything goes is like the way I see it, is that he talks about good things happen, so cherish them because bad things will come. And also Mm -hmm. bad things won't last forever. So don't dwell Mm -hmm. that like he uses a lot of imagery Mm -hmm. of the weather of like rain and the wind and the leaves and just like summer and spring and seasons. And like he's very flowery Mm -hmm. with that. But at the end, he says, instead of those vague words to cheer me up, instead of those lies that this is how it's supposed to be, I pray that it shall pass just like all these winds. And so. I really love that lyric. I really love that song. And it's just like, instead of just saying, it'll be okay or whatever, he's just like, he's he's holding to that feeling that like mm-hmm. the ebb and flow, the coming and going of the tide will just like right. take the bad and bring the good and the good will go and the bad will come. And it's just like to go and on. And I don't talk about this publicly, but I will since we're here. The reason, so I got Everything Goes Tattooed, I have it in my handwriting and I held it as a post-it for like. Two or three years, I had this Post-it which just said everything goes, and I had it everywhere. And then I took it to the tattoo shop, and they copied it, and they wrote it, and they wrote they wrote it out. And so it's in my handwriting on my right hand, which is my non-dominant, because I'm a lefty. Shout out lefty! I'm a. I don't know that
2: I knew you were a lefty. Yeah, I'm a
1: lefty, and so it's on my Mm. right hand because I can't control everything, and it's to like remind me that like things come and go, and things are out of my control because I no. I'm my it's my non-dominant which I'll cry actually thinking I about it. <laughs> but like
2: it's beautiful it's uh
1: it's special to me for those reasons and so I know yes. a lot of people have everything goes tattoos but that is my interpretation of why I really liked it okay Kristen please your turn first of all I love
2: that oh thanks um and yes we we are everything goes stands in this house okay my final lyric mm. my fifth and final um probably not a surprise to anyone um had to bring it up had to bring it up uh Namjoon's section in run bts you know what's funny um, is i almost did that too but i was like no 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 i'm not surprised i think like for him uh, the reason why i bring this up is just because we've done we've done across the board right we've done like the rapid fire crazy like rap we've done the like softer so i don't know for me i loved this because all seven of them were on this track this track i think is a top like three maybe top five bong Tan track it's a great track in general i think it's like it's an insanely amazing track um and i just love that the way that he came in he was like i'm gonna do something different all three of the rap line actually were like we're gonna be very different from each other um But for him, it's just, I just love it. Um, So, of course, we know this is in English and and Korean. Comfort, got them. Principles, got them. Good music, got them. Good team, God damn. You say (sighs) you're hot. Oh, man, you not. Above a running guy is a flying guy. Above whom there is running let's go so that's that like what he says in korean there the above a running man is a flying man is a is like a idiom a metaphor in um in korean and it means like there's always someone better than you no matter how good you are but he and he literally references that in cypher 2 so i'm bringing my lyrics full circle he references that in cypher 2 and uh, he uses that that same idiom in his verse in Cipher too, but to this one he adds, like so. He's saying, you know, basically there's always someone better than you, but above that person is BTS. Yep. <laughs> 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 it's just so good. It's so good. It's so good. And I wanted to end on a light note for myself because I was getting in my feels. So. I just love it. I want to say I love that because
1: that's when that that verse came out, people, the haters, we put using quote, they're people that are dumb. It's like the people who like, I don't really like to talk negatively on this podcast, but there are people who seem to be way more informed about BTS and some even army because there's some haters that just gotta be in our business. They're
2: just big fans. They're They're big big fans.
1: (laughs) And so people were like, that's a lame like he's not a very good writer, and I was like, "What are you even talking? What are you even saying?" Yeah. First off, stop embarrassing Whoa. yourself. Like, you are dumb, but also the simplicity yeah. of it is why it's so fucking good. Like ten, it's so good. Percent. He's just he doesn't have to it's say like, anything flower. He's like, "We are good, you bad. Fuck off. <laughs> you will never be better." <laughs>
2: like, literally, um,
1: my last lyric is there. Is one I wanted to do. I won't do, but honorable mention was an Am I Wrong verse. So if you want to go listen to the Am I Wrong verse, Kristen's a Wings fan. Pip's a Wings Mm. fan. And it just talks about um, Yeah.
2: Am I Wrong. We are Am I Wrong fans in this house.
1: Yeah. Am I Wrong is very much about um, just politics and like the world state. into like, So it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to end on a different note, which is a sad note. But I... Not a sad note. It's a warm heartfelt note. That's fine. But Go for it. One of my favorite songs that when I got into BTS was Magic Shop, which is people do know this. I love mm-hmm. Magic Shop. And it's mm-hmm. his first in Magic Shop. Um, I'm going to talk about the beginning of this verse in our next section. But I do want to say towards the end, he talks about... I believe in your galaxy. I want to listen to your melody, how the stars of your galaxy will embroider your sky. At the end of my despair, I found you at last. Don't forget, you're the last reason for me, who is standing on the edge of a cliff. Live. And I just will cry, actually. Um, Every time I hear that, and like Nam Jun's live is like, Mm. when we've Mm -hmm. talked about this already in the segment of just like, he, there's this like, he wants the good for us. He wants, us to we bts themselves use universe and stars and galaxies and constellations and a lot in their Mm -hmm. in their songs Mm -hmm. and i just it's self-explanatory i think it's a great lyric for us to end on but it's like you're the last
2: reason for me who's standing on the edge of a cliff so instead of the jump right he says live yeah he instead live yeah and i think you know if you don't know magic shop is a, a song written for army it's the second official one um first one being dual set and I yes that is a self-explanatory lyric I'm so glad that it exists and that he wrote it it's special and you know he's talking about it from both sides right like everything that we feel they feel as well which is it's very cool it's very cool um, that was actually the perfect one to end us on. Thank you, Pip. Magic Shop. We we love we love Magic Shop in this house, of course. And you know we could have talked about like seven billion different songs. Actually, two hundred and eighteen to be exact are all the songs that <laughs> Mommy has written on. But um, we just wanted to touch base on some lyrics that meant a lot to us. Um, that kind of closes out that segment. The next one that we have for you in this really lengthy episode, but he deserves it, is the concept of President Nam June, right? And just like, not really that concept, but obviously like, just the fact that there are certain things about him that are, you know, go hand in hand with the leadership and just make him so that, you know, he's all of our, he's my president yep (laughs) that's for damn sure that's for damn sure um i i want to talk a little bit about how namjoon is really everyone's bias and for those of you that have these conversations with fellow army like i feel like we meet other army and we're like who's your bias and like what we all know underlying is like your bias is namjoon And then there's biases because he's our leader, right? It's the same way for me. It's like OT seven, OT seven, right? We're all OT seven, and then we're also like Namjoon's our leader, so he's my bias. But then you have your biases outside of that.
1: You know, how you have your cousins? Do you think about it? You have your
2: first cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how you think of it too? You know what I mean? Like like, he's all of our bias. He's our bias. He's
1: he's like someone that we respect so much like i yeah he's he's definitely one of mine so <laughs> we we know that
2: right i just think it's like it's it's this it sits at the same lunch table as like when we talk about favorite hair colors you're like well black hair bong right but then right. you know like well, well, black hair yeah. but then so there's certain other like namjoonisms and stuff that we're going to talk about president namjoon obviously um and with that it's like the speeches that he gives right right? or we've already referenced like the letters that he's written yeah certain interview quotes like are there any iconic ones for you pip that you wanted to talk about
1: we have we can't do this episode without mentioning the u.s the u.n speech excuse me because of course that one was very pivotal pivotal words are today that's very pivotal and iconic. It was during the Love Yourself campaign. This was yep. such a wild time. BTS were starting to really make it... Like, they were starting... Their, their mm-hmm. journey in the US is really expanding. Mm-hmm. And they had the opportunity to speak at the UN for the Love Yourself campaign that they were doing in, um, with them. And you, Namjoon, first language, not English. Namjoon nope. um, decided to do it in English. And the members were all there with him. And, like, you see a lot of the things, the videos of them behind the scenes, like, mm-hmm. watching him learn it. They were all just, like, again, another example of the group being just, like, what the fuck? Like, he is incredible. We are so grateful for him. Like, we look at, like, I could never do this. Like, yeah. this is so good. Yeah. Which is even funnier because then a couple years later they do another speech and he's, like, all right, group project, we're all doing it. <laughs> Like, yeah. we're and they all, do it in korean and, it's so and jimin sweet. still messes up My god again kid. he practiced so hard he's me god he is me blessing. like we just he brought yeah. they brought visual aids like it was just so perfect but namjoon's um with he did it with unicef that they mm-hmm. had and it i just think that again every he talks a lot about himself and just not to read the whole thing go it's really easy to find just google it um and you know he talks about his hurdles and the, the things that made them want to quit and just the love yourself campaign. And the most popular thing is mm-hmm. just like to speak yourself, tell me your story. I want to hear your voice and I want to hear your conviction, no matter who you are, where right. you're from, your skin color, gender identity, gender identity, speak yourself. So we, we have to, we had to mention that one.
2: Like we just did. We do have to mention that one. And there's only one other one that I'm going to mention. I'm not sure if you have more, mm-hmm. just one um, speech. but for me, it's the iconic line said in I believe it's Love Yourself, Speak Yourself the Final, um, and Dean Ment, where he says, I wish there was a better word than love. I really truly love you. Please know that. And I think why I love it so much is because he's like, the like language has failed me <laughs> because there's not a better word than love, right? And and someone like him who's just like language and namjoon and words and namjoon go hand in hand and in that he was kind of like at a loss for a bigger word is iconic right and it just like it makes us just
1: and i mean and that's <laughs> it makes us just love him it was the end of this big yeah. camp this like big campaign yeah. these these three albums and the they did so many shows but with, with love yourself and at the end yeah. he just like yeah he was if there's those pictures of like when he cries and like even Chunko is said and they're just like what like anytime yeah, he shows emotion yeah, he just, you know it's like yeah they all just rally around him and like yeah that, that's so beautiful thank you for bringing that one up that's such a like yeah. i remember watching that and reading that i remember watching we i watched it in theaters when that went to theater like right and mm-hmm. then i read the things and i just like sobbed um i do want yeah. to say you we talked about his speeches he also has a lot of really awesome letters so he i think that was jen she gave me this book that was like a fan-made book of like all of his at the time all of his letters and speeches um oh, but so i did want to say that most recently i wanted to say there's one because we get him when it's like it's literally June would be like, it's the change of the season. Let me write you a letter. Like he was just like totally. new year, new album, totally. new feelings, new me yeah. whatever. So obviously there's dozens of them for me to choose from. And there's some that are so meaningful, but I thought since we've talked a lot about the past, I thought it'd be interesting mm. to talk about the now. And mm-hmm. if those of you who don't know, Colin, um, on On Twitter, it's at Colin sh three. He is a, I believe, like a like a teacher, professor, writer type of guy in um yes. Korea, and he he got into BTS because fans would his students would talk about BTS, and he's really great. Right. So he does a lot of right. he takes a lot of time in translating some of the lyrics, even more so than dual set to a way that's like almost his interpretation, and he'll often yes. say the same things, which is. In, in this letter, he I'm going to read a little little paragraph from his most recent letter before enlistment where he wrote right, out. Right. And he even, Colin said in this, was just like, he says this phrase, and there's no real way to translate this phrase. And it essentially, like, he'll give you the full breakdown. Yeah. But, so he, he takes all of the nuances and tries to translate them. So this is something from the most recent one in terms of just letters that he's mm-hmm. written. As... We all live our lives in our respective worlds. My hope is that when we meet again, it'll be with joyous smiles and even deeper, unguarded connection. For now, it's just a brief farewell. When we meet again, it'll be with a warm hello. Let us perpetually remain true to ourselves, irrespective of our location or circumstances. Like, he Mm. just is always being like, he's just incredible. So
2: he really is. You should go read and this this
1: Colin though anybody. I'll retweet this from our account. Yes.
2: Yes, yeah. Colin's great great resource and and just again like thank you to everyone who lends their expertise in trying to make BTS more accessible to ARMY all across the world. Um, it's just it's a, he's a special man Namjoon and anytime that we get to hear from him and you know I, I i value like these letters as much as i value him dropping f bombs during ptdla because he was like so overwhelmed you know what i mean like it's just like he's so multifaceted and um interviews that he's done and and all of that stuff is just it's important to be to go and reference those and try to understand him better right yeah. so thank you for that for that letter pip um and it's just it's just so special.
1: And then one last thing I did want to say, because I mentioned Magic Shop, is that I mm. I in terms of his writing and the way that he often writes letters and often writes things on Twitter and think and different things like that that make it into lyrics. And I right, and I right, find right. and they all they all do that, but I find this one mm-hmm. very interesting. So there is a tweet that he wrote, I believe, in twenty fifteen. That says he. So May Fourteenth, twenty fifteen. He tweeted, "I mm-hmm. and you of mine will will win in the end without anyone knowing." So naturally, like it's a very well known tweet, Aww.
2: and yeah. it's true. Is it well known as as well known as "Thanks, America" with the throw up face? <laughs> I mean it.
1: <laughs> oh, I was gonna be like, "Oh, the like teamwork makes the dream work," but then. Uh, no. nope it's thanks, thanks america i mean, I mean it. it throw up emoji
2: bar face but
1: i and you of mine will okay, will win on. in Sorry. the end without anyone knowing so naturally um and he's i think he was sharing a song and in magic shop mm-hmm. he says at the beginning of his verse i told i told you that we'd win and like it's just right it's just yeah. you know what i mean it's it's just, just, it's, just. it's just so i just it's thought just. like it, it, He's someone who, when he writes his words, he means yeah. them. And so it's very fascinating. That's what I want to say. It is.
2: It's true. And there's so many platforms that he has shared stuff with us on. It's really cool. Obviously, there's so many parts of June, but we really didn't feel like we could have an episode on him without, even if just briefly mentioning Namjoon and art, right? Yep. Like, the man just is an art fan and supporter and all of the things. So Pip, can you talk to us a little bit about Namjoon and his love of art? And just like, I know that it's such a big, like, it could be its literal but, like, own
1: episode of just like Namjoon and his literally art. Like he, but we wanted to mention yeah, it. Yeah, we, this, we just wanted to mention something that he's been able to, um, Right. use to influence his own art and and also an escape i also believe that he's talked about it being kind of an escape outside of what mm-hmm. he does but influences what he does he's become a collector or an appreciator of a lot of mm-hmm. art and i think it's really interesting mm-hmm. you know there's a new york times piece about his his interest in art it's called rm boy band superstar embraces new Role art patron this came out around the indigo time if you guys like are interested in that please go read that article it's really great right
0: that the reader
1: you know expresses how he's like really excited so his like demeanor shifts and he's really excited to talk about art and i just think that's really cute there's two most or most importantly also he he mentions that like he's a korean at heart like he's mentioned that many times of like even when he leaves he's like i'm a korean and part of that is Mm -hmm. to he collects um korean art and I think one of the really interesting things he says in one of the interviews is that touching and feeling things that are oxidized, things that have seen better days, I feel like something of the soul seeps into my body. Their famous paintings from the Joseon dynasty, as well as these other dynasties, I'm not going to, I can't pronounce, <laughs> had different lives right. and trajectories. Some some people lived as court painters, some as vocations to draw, some grew up in everything in their mind grew up to paint projecting their minds onto pine trees. I find it fascinating because I feel like the answer sheet for how I should live as an artist. And I find that Mm. quote very lovely. And I think that he, he looks at artists and takes that into himself. Mm. Um, And I also want to say one last thing on his art was there's a really great quote when he does this, he did this podcast for the Art Basel, I think podcast and he's having this really great conversation. Great podcast. Great podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a really short one too. I think it was like 20 to 30 minutes. It wasn't very long. Yeah. Not like ours. Couldn't be us. No. Um, But he's talking and he, he asks, he, he talks about his, his, his history with BTS and then he says, what's the last artwork that moved you and why? And I just want to read this expression really quick, this, this interview. Mm. It's not a specific artwork, but Philip Guston, I felt... Really attracted to his pink, red colors for the first time, but I did not know he started one of his his career as one of the abstract expressionists with Rothko or Pollock. He was one of the important members of that team, but not like the others. He bravely changed his whole world. I've heard that many people laughed at him. Why did you change it? You betrayed. But I think if he did change his style, I think he would remain as just one of the members of the abstract expressionism, like just a friend of Pollock or Rothko, but because he changed his style and he bravely encountered the issues and traumas of his young life, he can be mm. himself. No, not like the member of some trend or some time. I'm just so impressed that he did it because it's just so different with the fifties and seventies. So what I took from that is obviously, you mm. know, it's very hot and he knows everything about art. It's very sexy. Like obviously set that big aside, brain, big brain, but like, he himself as an artist has talked about that of just like wanting yep. to evolve with his art, wanting to not stick to the trends, not wanting to be just cause I'm an totally. idol. I have to do this or just because I'm in one box. And I love that he looks at the art and the different, different way they express, even though it's a different medium completely. Like it's not music, right. it's paintings and drawings and sculptures and all these different ways right. that he enjoys it. But I thought that would be a very interesting way to talk about his love for art and how he uses his art. Yeah to influence him as an artist.
2: So it's a great quote. And we've seen, you know, obviously like he posts himself at museums constantly. Uh, there's so many I lyrics.
1: Mean, remember how um, he came to the US after PTD and like went on like that road trip throughout the US of like art? Yeah, we I like, was like Ariana, what are you tours. doing here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Literally like Ariana, what the fuck are you doing here? Um also like with it within lyrics in indigo, like all of the still life song, like he just references art constantly and I know that it means so much to him. And I'm so glad that there is something out there that can inspire him and continue to inspire him and help him be a better artist himself, like in, in like you said, a different medium. So thank you Pip for touching on, obviously, like we said, we could do a whole fucking episode, multiple episodes about Nam June and art, but we wanted to mention it at least a little bit here. Um, and, and just be able to reference it, but Okay. We have a couple more segments believe it or not you're probably like this is a long episode and yes it is it should be. Um we wanted to talk about some Namjoonisms and just like things that he's kind of made famous or been known for. Yeah. The one of the more popular ones is the verb. He's become a verb and it's to Namjoon. Nam-Joon-ing. Um and Namjooning has been a thing for many years now but I would say like a lot of us started to adopt it just kind of like kind of in 2020 yeah. when I think when we had more time, you know, and um both Pip and I and all of our friends have definitely tried to take on this mindset where like to go Juning is to like go out in nature and like kind of just like see something beautiful and and slow down a little bit and everyone can kind of have their own description of it but something in particular that I remember a really like kind of just grim time in the middle of 2020 when I was like so craving not to be within four walls like and just like try to figure out how to do that and um, my best friend and I went and stayed um, at a place like near Yosemite just in a cabin in complete nature Love that. and I was literally able to like go on hikes and walk amongst like the I don't know just the giant trees and like walk along a creek and stuff and I remember just being like oh my gosh I'm Namjooning and it feels so good and i just think any anytime that we try to emulate any quality in June is a good time right yep. so it's a good idea do you have any memories of that at all during
1: um quarantine times in 2020 it was really hard sarah beth one of my really good friends here was like we need to get you out so <clears throat> yeah utah if you may or may not know has five beautiful national parks and so we went we took a drive and we went down and saw a few of them one of them being mm-hmm. um Bryce Canyon which I fell in love with and we saw Zion right um Zion National Park which is a very popular national park that people um visit yes. and so we went and we did some drives we went to a couple of different places but it was really beautiful and like it really is like we went to some Utah, rel- the state parks too, and it was just re- there's so many, and it was literally over just like yeah. two days. It wasn't even like, we just like oh, and here we are, and here we are. So there's something to be said about like just getting out and exploring, like and to be like seeing things outside of the space, the four
2: walls you're in, you know. Totally. So it's it's so good, and it's like of course he's the one to encourage us to do something like that, and we know that he knows about us doing. Um, going out and Namjooning, and he loves it. Another thing that people started doing was posting skies for Namjoon with that hashtag, which we know he was also aware of. Mm. Um, and that became popular in like 2021, I think. Yeah. Sometime around it was then. Around Zoo. And um, just like because he essentially just appreciates the little things like a beautiful sky, right? And we wanted him to see our skies from across all over the the world. So we would post beautiful skies for Namjoon and that hashtag was of course trending and we know that he saw it too which was really sweet.
1: I also love a sky and a sunset so love a sky love a sunset. And then there's some other really cute things about Namjoon that I just love like he's Mm We all know that he's very clumsy. He breaks things. Yes. We've seen those clips yes. in one of the documentaries where he was like, "I can't find my glasses. I lost my glasses." And the like producer is just like holding them out for him just to be like, "Found them right here." He's lost a million yeah. AirPods. Like he's yeah. he's yeah. known to break things. We've seen him break things on Run BTS just like holding it. Like he just he's just that way. And I think that Mm-hmm. was it Jin that said that it's like sometimes I look at Namjoon and think God is fair it was just like something like that where it was like this idea that like yeah, he's like he
2: had to have some kind of flaw he's so smart
1: <laughs> he's so incredible yeah. but he's also yeah. so silly and like I think it was Jungkook that said once that like Namjoon knows a lot of things that other people don't know but he also doesn't know a lot of things that a lot of people know and I just think it's right. so true because he is the biggest brain and biggest mind but he's also so gentle and so like so like everything's in wonder there's also this like I think it was it was I don't know if it was bon voyage or something like that where like jimin's talking on the camera and he's like namjoon is a lot more innocent than people realize and then like he turns right. the camera and he's like in the pond <laughs> he's just like looking <laughs> <He's> just, like, <laughs> like he loves little crabs or catching little frogs or like he's just he loves crabs. he's just like this he loves little tiny things he loves to fucking
2: collect Pokemon cards like he went around the what about him bringing his fucking tiny bonsai it's... to in the I can't. I'll cry he had to
1: bring I'll cry. and like you think about how like it's so funny because Namjoon's apartment that he's shown us now is like so beautiful so him but like it's like a museum and he like takes so much good care of it even though like you know Hobie used to get on his ass for like not cleaning up back in the day we all lived together but now that he has like, I think he he takes care
2: of it and I'm sure he also has other people.
1: Well, take he it says, it well. well, it's because he said in the most recent document docuseries, he made a comment about that. of just like when he got his own space, he like changed his perspective a little yeah. bit, which we all get. It but it's like he's yeah. so funny. I always think back to of just like how sarcastic and um snarky he can be like there's that story that he tells where like he got in a fight with his sister and it was raining so he took her umbrella so she couldn't use it which is such a virgo <laughs> so petty. such a virgo thing to do and he <laughs> so petty. he like in interviews too like he will just kind of be a little snarky he has that fake laugh that everyone jokes about is like his fake american totally. laugh he like has snarky things that he says and um, yeah. interviews that we love him for he has no problem pushing back like he has a little attitude right. which we love the norm, as he fucking as he fa- some of those questions are fucking stupid and I wish he could be like that was fucking dumb which also he kind of did when James Corden was like when they went on the show and he's like um you're in some hot water with army and you could tell James Corden was not ready for that question no <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I
2: love him so Started
1: sweating, well. and he's like oh "My God!" he's like okay like he is just I love him. I love there's that interview yeah. clip where like fruit vibe, twinkle, twinkle. Like, he's just a funny, silly
2: dude. He's so funny. I love, like, there's so many quirks about him, like yeah. you said. Like, the ad-libs that we mentioned a couple of episodes ago where he will always uh-huh. fill in a yeah. silence. A. Always fill in uh-huh. a si- silence. And just, like, the tripping or ripping things or being the worst cook amongst the seven. The and, potato. you know <laughs> just, it's okay it's the potato or him cutting the carrot oh my god when he was trying to make like the not, stew stop it i can't and he's just like it's cannot not, yeah. he
1: cannot cut that
2: he can't do it and that's okay because there's so <laughs> just, many things that he can do that god we can't you know it's like <laughs> god is here, or just like the fact that he still doesn't have a license and, you and know, they like, other members haven't
1: they said they're like it's probably for the best we
2: don't need namjit on the road like Ten thousand
1: percent. loses his glasses, and he's like, "Oh god!"
2: And when he lost his passport, we're like, "Oh my god!" Yes. Or I think stressed. in like BV two, the Hawaii one. I think when they're just like walking, and he goes, "Oh," and then he's like, doesn't even ask. He's like, well go get it," because they knew that he must have forgotten his phone, <laughs> and he just runs back. You know. I just love it. I love it. Oh, so I love much. It so much. There's so many quirks. There's so many things we could go on and on and mm-hmm. on about it. But we've made it, everyone. We have made it to some rapid fire top nom June things. LOL. Like we could really choose amongst our babies, but we we tried. We tried um, to choose some of our favorites. Um, and it's deep cuts. It's not. <laughs> i it's not easy easy. i'm just gonna go off the cuff because some of these yeah listen some of these i just said fuck it and i chose because it's gonna change if our favorites aren't the same as your favorites please let us know and also know that like obviously we love that one too like we're just doing our best here um I haven't said this phrase this time. We're just doing our best here, raw dogging it. Oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, okay, so some Dune fave rapid fire. Top solo BTS track. So on a BTS album, but just Dune song. You know what mine's going to be, so go ahead and say yours.
1: Well, because we've talked about trivia love so much, mine is going to be Persona because I fucking love Persona.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought yours would be. Mm. I love Persona. Tracks. And I love Persona as well. And mine is Reflection. That also tracks. Yeah. Because All Songs Best Songs. So <laughs> it's like, how do you choose? All Songs Sends. All Songs Sends. All Songs Sends. Okay. What about top RM tracks? Why do you know what yours is going to be? Project RM. Yeah. And you know what? I was like, oh, Emma, can I even say that since it's but yes, I can fucking say it, bitch. I can say that closer is my favorite track. Now, also, like, there's so many other ones that are also my favorite track. Moonchild, how has that not been mentioned? But like, it's gonna be closer. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. That I know. song changed me. It's so
1: hard because there's so many good ones. It's just genuinely so difficult. I put everything goes just because. Of course you did. I felt like I needed yeah. to, but Closer is also probably. It's like you know how Spotify will auto play songs you listen to a lot. Closer yeah, will always, always be the next one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's always like and closer. Um. Okay top collab top collab not on the album so not on namjoon's album so something he was featured on on someone else's work we'll probably say the same i don't think we will but i think you're probably gonna say something i have a honorary mention go ahead what are you gonna say no i want to know (laughs) yours my top i don't think is gonna be your top my top is winter flower Mm. yeah Mine is crying
1: over you, which is probably your honorable mention, maybe. That's right. Yep. There you go. There yeah. you go. That if you, that is a crying over you and winter flower, honestly, are two songs I feel like don't get talked about by newer army a lot. Yeah. So like, go listen. Older,
2: those two are very good. Like, please go listen to them. And listen to Yuna belting for the absolute. Gods. She's mixing for the absolute. Gods. She hits a G.
1: We love when Kristen says mixing a G. She says
2: literally a G comes out your E and F. <laughs> they're very okay. high. Um okay. Top, top written by Nam June.
1: This track. is there's 218 songs right. to choose from and I'm so sorry. Please tell me yours.
2: No, you have to go first.
1: Okay, I I just for the gag of it all. Yeah. Is that he writes the song Dimple and then they have to sing the the vocal line sings. He's not even on the song, yeah. but he writes songs about wanting to be with someone and like talking about their dimples. And I'm like the only member of BTS with dimples. dimples. Song,
2: that is so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Just,
1: I chose that one just for the gag. I didn't want to yeah. like there's
2: too many good ones we've talked about. So I thought Dimple I literally d- essentially out. covered my eyes and pointed and chose <laughs> yeah. one And I just chose I Need You. I don't know. Why not? Because it really is such a, maybe because I recently watched the documentary and I know it's such a turning point for them, which we've talked about, but I also just love like the demo version that he came out with for Proof. He didn't come out with, he just released, you know, for Proof. And I just, I Need You is that bitch. Okay. Um wow we're doing
1: really well good for us um live favorite namjoon live performance this one is also very difficult i wanted to like honorable mention trivia love obviously because we everyone loves like he's incredible any of his solo performances amazing Mm. but i went with it's not a performance per se, but it's many performances, and it's basically anytime Nanjun performed Dynamite, nobody vibes harder to Dynamite. You will now mm. notice it every time. Not you, but you, the general you, will notice anytime June performs Dynamite, whether it be a dance practice or one mm. of the several stages, he's in the corner fucking playing with beach balls. He's in like, he's, his hips are moving, his kicks are high. Yeah. He's just Namjoon knew that choreo better than anybody in the fucking world and he was nailing it every time. And yeah. he was, it was a fucking vibe. <laughs> and I just, I love that. every time he performed, there's a specific one, which was the Today Show. I think it was Today Show. It was the same with the Mama Mia. Um, yeah, that's
2: the Today Show.
1: He like, he found. A beach ball he found a lifesaver and had it on his head and was like yeah. doing the Roger doing the I don't know he was just like it's always a vibe I
2: I love that I I have two things to say and I just think like we can't not mention Rolling Hall only because like he got to choose to do a performance yeah. in the exact way that he Wanted to without like any restrictions mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. chose a Small venue and had everyone put mm-hmm. their cell phones Away and like all of that so it's very cool um, But I Couldn't think of Namjoon Performing and not think of how like he's Really set in choreography And set in doing the same thing over And over so like the little legs mm-hmm. that he does In Boy With Love and like just Ugh. All of that stuff right but I Have to Alia I know you're gonna be Listening to this Ollie and I are both obsessed with during wings, like yeah. outro wings, he does these feet that are like, it's like a twist <laughs> of the hip. It's a knock knee. I actually turned it into a gif myself because I couldn't find one that existed. And it is the funniest thing. And I, it's so endearing. And he does it every <clears throat> single time. Every single time during we wings. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. So it's when he performs Outro Wings. Honorable Mention is
1: the one where he performed with Rapline. And he's, it's like old, old, it, old rap line. And he has his mm. arm, he like, there's, he walks by Yungi and like puts his arm around Yungi for a second. And it's like, you'll know it. I'll send it to you and you're going to go, oh, right, this one. He has, like, the shaved side. I just – it's late and I can't remember the name. Uh, The next one is favorite Namjoon performance or MV outfit. Here's the thing. Again, throw a dart, all are good. I'm gonna use a recent one, which mm. is when he wore the backwards baseball cap at PTD, and he had that backwards cap and that like light tan shirt T-shirt and the jack, the denim, and like sometimes he would dance and then like take this it off. This is
2: so stupid because why are the literally all denim disease backwards cap PCDLA <laughs> outfit is what is on my list And i think it just hits different because we were there and i have like I so that too. incredible fan cam of it remember like yes. that i have like that is literally what's on my fucking notes. This so I love a,
1: I love a backwards cap. That is so funny. Out of is, all of
2: the outfits, out of, why I was like, surely I was, I just, she's not going to pick this. I, ch- I was thinking of so many different yeah. outfits, but I was
1: like, nope, I'm going with that one. That's really funny. So
2: funny. I think and we then, might have this last one the same too. Top Nam June hair color again. Black hair is in its own category, um, but maybe not. I I, what's
1: I think yours? we might
2: mine is platinum persona
1: platinum persona was between two that i couldn't choose that i really yeah. loved and so because platinum persona was now spoken we mm-hmm. appreciate i love guys there's so many because pink namjoon oh my god there's so wet hair pink namjoon you know, you know the look i'm talking about I know the look, in the in the leather and the skinnies mm-hmm. pink mm-hmm. hair namjoon but also dy- i brought up dynamite again but the the turquoise dynamite, because yeah. that... daddy. When that, when that no, happened... No, he's daddy.
2: He's we daddy. Had, we,
1: oh, my God. It was so good. But pink-haired Namjoon, back in the day... Back in, like, yeah. that time. Oh, my God. Anyway. And there's... for a
2: long time, my answer would have been, like, the purple-silver from On and Black yes. Swan. Yes. But I have purple to say silver. platinum and on, That
1: silver That silver hair he had for his photo book photo shoot, too. Mm. Don't talk to me about
2: it. <laughs> them, she's like... Mm. Okay. Ugh. We are getting to a ridiculous timestamp on this, so we have to bring it to an end. But we did want to, before we close out have one final portion where um pip sent out a you know a tweet and like on ig i believe and said um and what what's the question you asked pip i
1: asked um in three words what does namjoon
2: describe what June means to you and so, so she's just I've, gonna share a couple of the answers yeah. um before we close out yeah
1: i sent some messages out to our friends i sent some messages out to Uh, Instagram and so I just want to say here's some some like words we see a lot of Mm -hmm. safe serene comfort strength inspiring leader direction love um, peace understanding caring I love this one place of peace three words they Mm. use this place of peace wise generous um, introspection Vivi, of course, said, Vivi, of course, said, my baby daddy. Uh, (laughs) Here's some of the ones I got from friends, which I thought were really great. Understanding love strength, which I love. My friend was like, Virgo be (laughs) Virgoing, which I thought was great. Another one that I thought was interesting, she said, tree, collected, and dimple. She's like, those are my three words, and that is what I'm sticking with. Um, And then I had a friend also say, love shaped human, where there are three, mm. there are three. And then another one said, more than love, was Aww, another one. Yeah. And so just like, there were, there were so many beautiful ways to describe him. Like, everybody has so many lovely words to say. And it's so fascinating that those are the ones that like so many people use. Yeah. Like, yeah. love is important. It's like we all see him in such a lovely way and i hope that he knows that even on his even on bad days i'm sure it's hard to feel it but that on their days where he understands that that's what people feel for him it's like his comfort like he is mm. if it, it, it's relatable do you have words
2: that like you feel like well i i think like as we First of all, thank you to anyone who wrote in and, and gave us some of your words describing Namjoon. And those are all words that I would use as well, um, including baby daddy. Um, <laughs> but as we close out this segment, just kind of like our own ending yeah. Um, about Namjoon. I, I just I think like the story that I told at the beginning of this podcast is very telling is to like how I feel about him and how I kind of hold him in such a high regard, because I realized that like, if I was going to talk about someone who's so important to me and so important to um, the industry that he's in and this group that he leads, then I was going to have to do it right. And he just deserves, I think we talked about this on the phone. I was like, he deserves my best. Yeah. and I can't give my best tonight so like let's postpone. Yeah. Um I think like any time that you find someone whether you know them personally or not that can inspire you to try harder to work harder to be better is a really special person. And Namjoon inspires me to try to be better and work harder, sure, but also just be more understanding of myself. Mm-hmm. as a person to try to be more gentle with myself um to show myself more grace i think that the world is a better place because we're living at the same time as him mm-hmm. and i just i i i'm hoping that even though he is separated from all of this that he does know what we feel for him and how great of an impact he's had. And I'm hoping that if he, you know, ever feels like lonely or distant during this time away that he can have those kinds of like memories to pull from, because the impact that he's had on millions of people can't be forgotten. And I just think like, if these are my feelings as one person, I, I can't even imagine, like, right. when. Uh, I hope he can know. I hope he can know even a fraction of what he's done for us. You know, so yeah. just gra- gratitude at existing at the same time as him. That's for yeah. damn sure.
1: And I think, f- I think for me, I, I've all of the things that you said are exactly how I feel, and it's also how you said that if it's just one of me, I can't imagine what others feel. Right, and there are days where I feel like. I know that it's a lot of pressure to have that many people feel so many strong things towards yeah. you. yeah. And I know that he probably feels it. Um, and I know that there are days that are him wanting to live up to that. But I think that's mm. something that makes him so great is that he is so human. Like mm-hmm. he, he doesn't see it's like how we said, you said earlier with that, like you know yourself better than anyone. And like him thinking, how can all these people love me? I'm literally like whatever he thinks about himself, you know, it's like, right. he, you know, but it's like because of his humility and because of his heart and because of the things that he believes and stands for, he's able to do that with such grace and such poise mm-hmm. and such mm-hmm. um Strength in his so it's mm-hmm. it's not weakness, but it's like it's this like strength that because he sees his weaknesses, he's able to like be as strong as he is, and because he knows what his his abilities are. And I want right. to be like that. Like I want to be like that. And I think that's something that's so great about Nam is that people want to be like that because totally. he's a kind person, like, especially in a world where women don't trust men. We have a very hard time trusting men, and there's this thing that people often say is that Namjoon, the that Namjoon's always surrounded at like award shows and things, and at like those yeah. events he's at, women are always start talking to him, and yeah. it's not necessarily be, some no, of them are married. Safe. It's like it's right. it's a safety thing. Like he just does totally. feel like one of the one of the people you can be around and you feel safe around. So, yeah. and I again don't want to put that pressure on him, and you know I think he has said before that you know if one person can take from me then like that's that's what I have my all I can hope is that like if mm. if one person can learn from me and use me to you know I think it was in the ending met even then he's like use me to like help your if that's what you need like right. he's like he's right, aware right. of it right he is aware and so to close that out I think He's such a beautiful human. I will cry thinking about it. And I'm so grateful because of the work that he's put in. I'm so grateful that Bong PD took a chance on him. And I'm so grateful for the way he's operated to help keep BTS on the same path together um, as a leader. And also to close out my thought is I think about that time. He said it as a joke. Because on Weaver someone said they failed their license test, and he said, LOL, at least this world has Nam June. Which I know that he was making a joke about like, look, it can't be as bad as me, bitch. Like yeah. I <laughs> like I'm worse. But it's this like thing that's become so popular right. is that like LOL, at least this world has Nam June. Like yeah. the world everything is everything so fucking
2: shit, and- sucks, but at but least, least <laughs> not
1: true. Yeah. and you want to live in a world like him, with that yeah. exists with people like him. So that's right. That's what we totally. have to share.
0: <laughs>
2: this is a
1: long uh, episode and hip. i'm like i'm so sorry to everyone that made it to the end and if you're like jesus yeah. christ could you not but i look back and i think about the things we talked about every single thing was so necessary
2: yeah to share and how we could we have feel. added more oh my god we could have added oh my more. god you guys don't even know we've taken stuff out so it's like, we really have we've taken so stuff out on the fly like while recording this so <laughs> um thank you to everyone who's made it this far in the episode it's bananas that you know we're still sitting here talking um and we just love y'all we're happy to be back with this episode and with this dual set deep dive into namjoon um pip can you tell everyone how they can support us on all of the socials all the things please
1: please follow us on our account you can follow us on twitter or instagram which is at o-r-u-k-r-s-t-n the number two and then on my tiktok is k-r-y-s-t-i-n-m-a-k-a-r-i kristen macari that's where i post a lot of those videos as well i post them on our instagram as well and you can email us at o-r-u-k-r-s-t-n the number two at gmail.com and then watch our tiktoks please and yes. comment. I love the things some people have messaged me about today and they're like, this look like it takes such a long time. This yeah. is incredible. I'm like, you guys are gassing me up. Thank you. I no, know <laughs> because it
2: does take such a long time. So I love that you're getting acknowledgement. It's I okay also to wanted admit to say that you need support. <laughs> totally. Um words of affirmation. Um I also wanted to say we have received all of your messages. Um, the ones that are on Twitter and like Instagram and stuff are just easier to reply to like because they're short you know but all of the emails that you've sent us we are working our way through we will respond to every single one um it just takes us a little bit longer but we appreciate any message that you want to send us we absolutely love hearing from you please rate us five stars on any platform that you're listening on send our episodes to your friends if you think that they might like them and um of course you can always leave us a review and tell us how you're liking it it really helps us to know like what you're feeling what you're thinking if you're liking this because again we're babies and we need help and we need you to tell we us also we love, love us. it when you tell us you love it <laughs> we love we need we need you to tell us you love it
1: Wow, we're, oh, you can tell okay. we're being very vulnerable because we've just like showed a, our very vulnerable baby side at the <laughs> end of this <laughs> podcast. We're like, hi, I like, did you hope like I it? Hope it's hope like, that, like the, that thank you, Namjoon no, Thank you. Well, so thank you guys for listening. We love you all and we will see you all next time. Army Forever, BTS Forever. Drink your water
2: and stream trivia love. Woo! <laughs> 사람, 사람, 사람. Let's meet again at the beautiful future. In the beautiful future, that's gonna be real soon. Yeah, it's nothing. Time flies. So, bye, guys. I love you. I do miss you. I
1: hope you miss me too. Bye. Love you.